0: We'll stop forgetting Just sit back, relax, and chat got facts that we believe in Talk about our favorite comic book Our favorite lyric hook, hook. All these silly stories of the be crook Welcome to the bad sun Welcome to the
1: bad sun
0: For those of you
2: Joining us right now. You have tuned in to what may be the most terrifying thing you have ever heard. The next two hours will
0: be some of the most terrifying conversation. So, For the weak of heart, I'd suggest tuning
1: out. Hello,
0: welcome to this
2: week's bad sons podcast um actually in fact this week it is the bad Sun podcast with a uh, special guest uh, we've been teasing it for a couple weeks and uh finally got this guest to come in he's been able to uh grace me with his presence finally after trials and tribulations with uh kijiji of all things um my guest today is a guy by the name of mitch oliver who runs a blog? I would say, right? Yeah. Um, which is uh, Uncool Mitch, yes. right? Um What is the, what is the uh, address to that blog? Uh, I believe it's UncoolMitch.blogspot.ca. So it is blogspot. Yeah. I was right. Okay, so uh, <coughs> maybe give people like a teaser about like what you write about on your blogs and stuff. Sure. Um, I basically write about all things
3: movies. Uh, movies have always been a very important part of my life and. Uh, I basically started it so that I could uh, just try and connect with people who share similar interests, rather than uh, use social media for all the latest gossip or whatever. (laughs) I prefer to keep up to maybe meet some new people, spark some conversation. And uh, yeah, so this month I started writing about horror stuff, and and you saw that, and here
2: we are. Yeah, so the funny thing is, as as you touched on, is uh, social media and gossip. Which is, which is kind of funny because like you and me used to hang out like a couple of years ago and when we started hanging out quite a bit and then uh, some gossip and stuff happened and we kind of drifted apart because of social media I yeah. feel yeah. so it's kind of cool how like we both went off and on our own uh, things like I started this podcast and you started the blog and it kind of like Brought our friendship back together in a way. Yep. And it's really cool because we both like horror, but that's something we never really like sat down and talked about. Yeah, exactly. So when I had the idea for the the Halloween special, um, Connor doesn't like to do anything more than an hour. And I had talked to you, and you said you didn't really like have a specific limit. It's just kind of how how it goes. Yep. Which is what I wanted to do. Um, it sounded like perfect. We could sit, and I read your blog. You had. Uh, it was uh 30 movies to watch in october right yeah 31 31 uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) obviously uh which was like a great list by the way i haven't seen half those movies so i want to i want to check a lot of them out um the one i i saw that i wanted to check out a lot because i heard about it a lot on um tell him Steve Dave yeah was one called uh, Sleepaway Camp perfect perfect perfect, perfect. <laughs> there's like a twist in it I'm not going to spoil you don't it know but the, I, you I know heard the about twist? the twist oh, okay. and I heard it was really fucked up because in I think it came out in the 70s yeah it kind of like threw everybody off because it wasn't like usual for that type. yeah definitely don't share
3: share that twist but that's actually i think it was a couple weekends ago i showed my girlfriend that for the first time (laughs) and she had no clue too and somehow she didn't know the twist and that's if you don't know the twist it's It's, it would be like
2: i'm kind of angry that i listened to that episode because of that spoiler so uh, Mitch is a considerate guy, so today we're going to be talking about movies and stuff, and we're going to try our best to avoid spoilers. So that same thing doesn't happen to you guys.
3: Yeah. I won't talk about spoilers, but I will say if you can watch Sleepaway Camp with a group, definitely do it. <laughs> Why but, with a group? Oh, man. We, uh, I bought it on Blu-ray a couple of weeks ago, and Morgan, my girlfriend, never seen it before, so, and she didn't know the twist, so we sat down and we watched it, and just the whole time, like, through it, like, it's, it's honestly, it's a terrible movie. <laughs> from the beginning, but... It's terrible in, like, the best way possible. Like, it's totally it's meant to be... Well, I don't think it's actually... Yeah, no, it's not meant to be bad. But that's <laughs> that's what makes it so damn good. But we're watching it, and she keeps looking over at me and telling me, like, this movie better have an awesome ending because this is giving me cancer. <laughs> and so we're we're watching, and then as soon as the ending comes in, sure enough, she looks over at me, and it's just what the fuck <laughs> so two, d- two days later we had friends over and we were like i was like oh, i'll put a movie on in the background so we put on sleepaway camp yeah and we were just planning on having that so like people were just gonna talk we were all having drinks or whatever and uh everyone just stopped talking and turned the volume up and we ended up watching the entire movie and <laughs> at that ending there were people standing up and cheering me being one of them and it's <laughs> it's
2: amazing it's the best reveal of all yeah. time what, what would you say? That's like one of the best like um, twist horror endings yeah, that you've seen. Yes. Uh,
3: as far as I think it's one of the best twists ever. Really? Yeah. yeah. Just because you don't see it coming, and if you do, you're lying. Oh yeah. Like it's it's it
2: doesn't don't make any sense. It kind of it's, comes out it, of nowhere. Right? Oh yeah.
3: It, it's completely. It's so stupid,
2: but so perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. I'd say for <clears throat> thinking about like twist endings and like twists in movies. Mm-hmm. I think we brief. I briefly asked you if you've seen this movie. Um, my favorite twist is from the movie Orphan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie is like. Uh, this will actually take us into a. You can kind of like one. the lists. Um, so the, you want me to spoil yeah, this one? Orphans. Old. I guess you can, it's you can been like that over one, yeah. five years. If early. you haven't
3: seen Orphan, you're
2: yeah. well, It'll it's, still be good if you. want It'll to. still be really good, but yeah. I remember. I kind of wanted you to come up with like stuff that terrified you or yeah. like basically memorable memorable parts from uh, different horror movies or just like terrifying moments and orphan is definitely one of those for me because I watched half of that movie thinking it was just a psychopathic child yeah. and then as soon as she starts offering the dad like oral sex and like let me take care of you and, yeah. like I was literally like oh like anything involving children is the worst yeah. especially sexually so it just like it unnerved me like a hundred percent and then yeah. all of a sudden they revealed it and yeah. i was like okay it's not like it's still bad but it's not yeah. as bad it made oh, it like yeah. okay with me yeah you know what
3: the most unnerving part about that though is how the dad who's uh i think he's jamie lannister from uh game of thrones he plays the dad or no no i no, I'm definitely getting that wrong. <laughs> Either way, he's a dad and he gets a little bit drunk, and she's trying oh, yeah. to hook up on him, and he's kind of thinking about doing it. <laughs> like, yeah, to that's, me, that's that's, that's like, the most fucked up part about that movie. That whole yeah. They have
2: a couple drinks. Maybe I'll fuck a kid. Exactly. <laughs> it's a little weird. Yeah. It's uh, if uh, we didn't even spoil the twist. The twist no. is that she's actually an adult, yes. right? She just has like some like growth mm-hmm. issue where she looks like a child, kind of like um. Do you know Andy Milanakis? No, I don't. No, he's no. he used to be on MTV. He does like rapping and stuff. He's in like uh three loco. He okay. was in uh, have you seen Waiting? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. one of the bus boys. Okay. The fat oh one yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he's actually like in his forties, I think. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So he's looked the same for like twenty years. So NBA I was
3: one Y or two Y?
2: I think it's Y. Okay. <laughs> one Y. <laughs> I, I totally got that joke. <laughs> Nobody else will, but that was a good one. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I would say that's definitely one of my moments that I was going to talk about because, like, basically anything involving, like, molesting children or anything sexually with children, it's, like, a no-go zone for me, and it always will be. Oh, yeah. So, like, my other one, have you ever seen the movie with um, Paul Walker? It's uh, Running Scared. Love that movie. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely love that movie. I'm going to spoil this one, too, because it's not, like... It's not really like
3: That's one of the most Twisted things yeah. yeah That movie's wild It's
2: uh Where You know what part I'm talking about Yeah With the kids With yeah. the kids Where yeah. the, the mom Goes to save Olaf And uh She sees plastic All over the floor yeah. And she opens to up The thing playhouse. And there's like yeah. Body bags and shit Yeah That was like No that's um, definitely One
3: of those moments
2: I was like yeah. I, I watched um Fall City Fall Stayed here once That's yeah. a, a band out of Calgary If nobody knows But uh we were... They wanted to watch a scary movie. And I was like, that's this cool. isn't, like, specifically a horror movie. It's yeah. more of, like, an action thriller. Yeah. But I said, there's a part in this movie that'll just m- make you so, like, ridiculously uncomfortable. Yeah. And they were like, that's not possible. Like, you can't find any movie. And yeah. they watched it all the way through until that part. Yeah. And they were just like, let's shut it off. I can't, yeah. We can't watch anymore. Yeah. I was oh, like, but awesome. you're going to miss the ending. Yeah. The hockey puck. Which is and the best <laughs> part, yeah. Yeah. Like, so... Uh, um, yeah.
3: I'm a big fan of those, like, it's, there's so many movies out there that aren't horror that you could classify as horror that have horrific elements. And Those are some of my favorites, like, one that, um, that's what I was telling you, like, how there's a lot of people out there, I know, like, Connor doesn't really like horror movies, but there's a lot of stuff out there that even if you don't like horror, some things that you might like might have horror elements, which are worth checking out, like, even, like, Chronicle, that's a horror movie to me. Chronicle you've Oh, had, you've uh, the, comic, the, the, the superhero uh, movie. Yeah, that one was yeah. actually really good. Oh yeah, I, that would be horror. Yeah, it? man. Like
2: those kids get superpowers and in the wrong hands, that's the whole like abuse part of that movie. Oh, was yeah. dark too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that brought that movie to a whole new level. Yeah, definitely dark themed. It was. Um, I remember seeing that for the first time. I had no idea what it was. Is it was, I got. Um, I first got my PS Three. I've never seen a Blu Ray before in my life bought chronicle for five bucks it was like boxing day or something yeah. never heard of it nothing oh, put man. it in That's and a it, good it was like yeah it was it's one cool. of those movies where you don't see what's happening happen as yeah. it goes on and then it just kind of all makes sense as it happens you know? yeah it's deadly it's i really blurry. like the uh the ending too yeah it's I very good
3: that movie's good too yeah they're supposed to be making a sequel but they uh the guy who Actually, the guy who's doing, who did Chronicle, the director is now doing the Fantastic Four movie, the new Oh reboot. really? Yeah.
2: Is it the same guy?
3: Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Is he yeah. the
2: same guy from Chronicle?
3: Yeah, he's gonna be uh, playing the Human Torch.
2: Yeah. So yeah. That'll be pretty cool, hopefully. But uh, have you seen any of the? Uh, this is kind of like off topic, but have you seen any of the uh, the leaks of the filming of that movie yet? No,
3: I've heard people are pretty. They pissed. have
2: like. Um, I wish I still had the pictures. They have. Uh, they leaked what the thing looks like now mm-hmm. and he kind of like has like a green tinge to him okay it's it's weird i don't um, like it i don't know it it could be cool it just depends how they do it the one issue i had with it like i don't have an issue with uh human torch being black at all um yeah. i i do kind of have an issue that he's adopted in like the storm family yeah i kind of have an issue with that but i'm not a diehard fantastic four fan so that's yeah. okay but I saw leaks of um, Dr. Doom, Okay. and it, his mask literally looks like they just took tin foil oh, and they put it on his face, Yeah. so I don't know if they're just changing that up in post, if it's just for the effect yeah. or what, but it hopefully they change it and yeah. they can redeem it. I don't
3: know, um, Chronicle. so like a lot of people, I know I've read an article today, a lot of people are concerned about that movie, but knowing that it's the director of Chronicle and... It should like, be good. Yeah,
2: so, and you know, you can't judge something until you see it, but... I'm like weird with, especially with superhero movies though too. Like a lot of people, how do you feel about uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two? Honestly, honestly, okay, here's, honestly,
3: honestly, I went to it with some friends, yeah. and we were we had them over throughout the day, and we were drink, we had some drinks or whatever, watched the first one, and like I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. And I went to it, and I left the theater, and I was just like, I don't know why everyone's so pissed off about it. like that movie's fine. Yeah. But then I rewatched, rewatched it, it, and I uh, I don't have the same liking for it yeah I like aspects of it I think um Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone have like amazing chemistry obviously definitely so like I like that whole aspect of it with Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy and uh like I like that aspect of it but I just think that a lot of it was really lazy like, they didn't take enough time to explain, like, or there was kind of lame explanations for...
2: It was kind of like, uh, they jumped from, like, plot point to plot yeah. point and you had to, like, fill it in, right? Well, and they had,
3: like, you know, having someone like <clears throat> Paul Giamatti as Rh- the Rhino... They like Should
2: he, I just save that for... Yeah, Sinister like, for he, he's
3: an incredible actor, like, a re- and the, I personally like Rhino as a villain, like, yeah. in the comic books and the old, like, animated series... I have them right up on my wall. Oh, yeah, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I think they could have done something really cool with it, but they kind of wasted it. Yeah. And picking someone like Electro, like, I kind of like that they went, the aspect of, like, taking a lesser known villain, but then they just kind of made him. I wasn't crazy about it. They kind of
2: went, it was almost, like, too much, like, too overboard with the fact that he was, like, a Spider-Man stalker. Yeah,
3: because it didn't really make sense how he loved Spider-Man so much, and then, it's like, oh, you forgot my name, I'm going to destroy the city.
2: Well, that's the thing is, like, the th- thing with that one is, like, when I watched that movie, I understand why a lot of people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. For me, I I loved it, like, just watching it, just even remembering sitting in the theater with my girlfriend. Yeah. And when I see, like, every time Peter tries to save Gwen, Yeah. I, like... I'm like Oh fuck This part's This part's gonna happen Right now yeah. And then she like Stops and lands On a gear or something yeah. And it happened Like three or four times And then finally When it happened I was like I honest to god Shed a tear yeah. When I saw oh, it Oh man that One of the most that, yeah. Powerful scenes ever When yeah. he's holding her And he's like Crying and yeah. stuff Like That's a, That's a That is a good scene and but, like the thing with Spider-Man too is like I loved how he has um, all like the puns and the quips and stuff yeah. and like the playful banter yeah. whereas in the Raimi Spider-Mans they didn't have that as much Yeah. and I kind of like that he's cause everybody's like yeah he's a skateboarder he's cool and stuff yeah. That's that wouldn't be a nerdy kid but you have to kind of like think about it it's it's different everywhere you are yeah it's a different time too yeah so like back when we were in high school it was cool to skateboard but now it's not so cool it's kind of like those kids yeah yeah i was a skater and i was a nerd so (laughs) yeah exactly so it just times change but uh i think my the biggest thing that i gave props to spider-man for was the fact that he took some time off after gwen died for himself whereas when you compare that to dark knight rises yeah It's Like, that's justified compared to unjustified Yeah, yeah So, I don't know, I like that movie a lot Um, definite flaws But, yeah, like, I'm, like I said I'm not, like, overly picky with superhero movies Yeah, I don't,
3: I I I definitely There's definitely worse things out there than that Like, it got shit on pretty hard I don't think, I don't think it's Spider-Man 3 bad Like, I really was (laughs) I was really upset leaving that theater But I, my favorite Spider-Man movie's gotta be Spider-Man 2 Oh yeah, like Ramis. I'm I'm a very big Sam Raimi fan, but that is the uh, the one thing
2: aside from his horror stuff that I really connected with. I tried watching that one like years and years ago, and yeah. I fell asleep during it. Oh man, you haven't seen so the whole thing. I haven't seen yeah, the whole you, thing. Yeah, you you gotta rewatch it. It's it's really. I found Doctor Octopus like a really boring villain when I watched that. I honestly hated Doctor Octopus until uh, Dan Slott did uh, Superior Spider Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that was the only time like in all of comics I was just like, okay. Octopus is actually, like, a good one yeah. to me. but
3: Well, that's... Yeah, everything's super subjective when it comes to this art form, so... Mm. And another thing that's very subjective is horror. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh,
2: back on track. Um, I was trying to think what else I had that was...
3: Um,
2: what have one, you seen? Sorry? What have you seen lately? Uh, lately, I actually... Uh, rebought all of the Saw movies I saw Saw 1 like years and years ago with my dad And I remembered liking it a lot But I haven't seen it in like probably five years yeah. Maybe more So I, I don't know I was kind of like out and about on the weekend And I started finding like the random Saws all yeah. over the place So I just started picking them up Good, We watched Saw 1, me and my girlfriend the other day She'd never seen it before oh, okay so it was kind of like one of those things where she was kind of super confused about what was going on the whole time. Yeah. So I like I would explain it to her as I remembered, and it ended up like being exactly how I remembered it. I just yeah. love that movie. Yeah. But like, she didn't like it too much. I no. don't think. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I watched that. Uh, I watched Alien for the first time. And. And. Uh, Be honest, you're not that
3: crazy about it. One hundred
2: percent honest, um, the f- I liked. The first half of the movie felt more like a, um, like, uh, how do I explain it? It felt more like um, just a basic sci-fi movie. It didn't yeah. feel like there was any horror elements. Yeah, and I feel like in the first one, there should have been more horror elements. I think even throughout the beginning, it, it would have tied it in a little bit better. Yeah. I feel like... Um, all of the ship's crew, I had uh, no attachment to, except for, is it Ripley? Ripley, yeah. Ripley. And I feel like the most memorable part of the movie is uh, basically after everybody's died. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, when it's just her and the cat, like, running, or, like, she's running around with the cat in the cage and, like, dodging the alien and yeah. shit. And that part, it's like, it was suspenseful for me. It had my full attention. Yeah. Um, you gotta keep in mind that it there's came out in nineteen seventy eight. Definitely and what else had been definitely. out since then. So And like, there's there's definitely like really cool parts that did happen. Yeah. Like I liked um I liked the fact that they had it that there was like the giant aliens in the the giant ship that they yeah. found on the planet. Yeah. I liked that fact that there was like giants and it was like, well what could have killed these giants? Yeah. I liked that the guy like fell on the eggs and like that yeah. attached and all that stuff. But I, I like it's just the rest of the crew I had no attachment yeah for,
3: you know yeah I can I can understand that for sure. it's definitely like uh, the way that I look, like I saw that when I was very very young my my mom like I wouldn't say she's a horror fan by any means, but she's definitely a sci-fi fan and she'd rent the alien movies or whatever and the first time watching the alien movie that was one of one of my one of my first tastes of like real I guess horror and that like what I, what I appreciate about that is like the it's definitely slow off the start. But it's supposed, like, it's kind of like, think about if you were in 1978, you go into the theater and you buy a ticket for Alien and you aren't expecting really anything that crazy, because it definitely gets a little bit crazier towards the
2: end. Well, the effects and everything for that time, like, all that's basically. I liked the movie a lot yeah. for what it was, especially for the time period it was in and everything. Even, like, the special effects at the beginning where it's like, the computers and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That stuff just captivated me. I was like, I totally forgot that those computers existed. You yeah. Know? But, like, it's just... The random... Like, the two crew members who were, like, bitching about how they don't get paid enough and all that stuff. Yeah. It's just, like, I had no attachment to those guys. If those guys would have got ripped a, ripped apart, like, at the beginning, yeah. I would have been fine with it, you know? Yeah. So, it's just... I, think, I feel like they did a really good job with Ripley. And, like, I feel like I had more compassion for the cat than the rest yeah. of the crew. But. Yeah. I think you'll... You haven't seen Aliens yet? Uh, I actually just bought it. And oh, Aliens yeah. 3 on Blu-ray. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, watch them soon, I think.
3: Yeah, Aliens is... I think you're going to like that one the most. It's it's definitely my favorite. It's not as much of a horror movie. It's more like just all-out
2: action. But it's just James Cameron at his best. Maybe. I think... I talked to somebody else about that. They said... Because uh, I said I basically only liked the Ripley part of it. Yeah. And uh, they were telling me... like Every person I talk to says... You'll love aliens. You'll love aliens because yeah. it's basically all Ripley, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of excited to watch it. I oh, just yeah, haven't had man. the time for it. Some, but...
3: you, do you know Bill Paxton? Do you know who Bill Paxson Is I don't. Okay. He plays one of the characters. You'll you'll figure out who he is right away. But he's so so annoying in the movie. But like <laughs> it's just almost like like it, it's totally cartoony. Like okay. how, how he is, and I don't know. It's just that's where you you get you you get the feeling right off the bat that it's not like Alien okay it. well it, it's it's definitely like like it but you can
2: you can tell it's a different director and yeah, it's going definitely in a different direction it's
3: definitely going in a different direction then i think you're i think you'll really like that one that's it's, good i'm
2: i'm really excited to check it out yeah i mean um
3: i'm just a big like practical effects guy and that's why that's
2: oh yeah like uh, i have a really big issue with like cgi yeah. unless you can pull it off properly and make it look like it's real you shouldn't yeah. do it yeah and uh I don't know. I just think a, a lot more films, especially these days, horror films and stuff. Yeah. When they're spending all that money on CGI, they could just pay a good effects artist yeah. and like do something way better. Like the yeah. the the Alien and Alien, you could tell it was a it's guy in like a suit, suit. Yeah. Yeah. but it was still like it was really cool for what it was, oh, right? Yeah. And that just kind of adds to it. Yeah, that's what.
3: Like I don't know. For me, it it's it takes a lot for me to really believe that something is real. Like, oh yeah, and so. I've always preferred practical effects because I just see it as way more artistic and way more like they they can do so much more crazy things with it and not have it look like a video game and that's why when I was telling you about uh, the thing like it's uh, I believe in a happy medium like you can use some practical like use practical effects and then throw some CGI on top of it use it sparingly but I just felt like they took all the things that were the best about the original and covered it with cgi oh really yeah so uh, i'd still like I'd i have you both might homes, like it yeah so. uh yeah and i it's it's by no means a bad movie but like oh, yeah. i think you'll i think you'll still enjoy it but i definitely recommend watching the first one first the well, original
2: what would you say is the worst horror movie you've ever seen
3: uh, <laughs> oh man i should have prepared for that one is
2: that uh like i've i heard um like rubber oh seen no rubber? i haven't seen rubber but or i have like a friend birds. who swears by it oh, the, oh birdemic birdemic, birdemic yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Birdemic is definitely probably nope. Um, yeah, Birdemic and Troll Two. Troll Two. You gotta watch Troll I've never Two. Seen Troll you 2. have to see Troll Two, and if you haven't, uh, I recommend. I think it's on Netflix. It's called. It's a documentary called Best Worst Movie, and it's all about the cast and like the, the There's been like a whole a huge phenomenon of people following Troll the movie Troll Two. Yeah. Because it's so terrible
2: that it's so good it is <laughs> it's like yeah. um, you might get mad at me for saying this but it's like The Room kind of where yeah, like, no, it's no. so bad that yeah, people love exactly. it exactly it's totally okay, okay
3: yeah. like Troll is just it's and that what i love about that too is like i don't like i hate the whole sharknado thing and all that stuff i don't find it funny like because it's (laughs) like i don't know anyone can make a really bad movie if they're trying to make a really bad movie but to me the bad movies that i like are ones where they're meaning to be good and they just fall flat yeah and that's like troll too like the like one of the actresses like it's in the documentary like she plays the mom and they meet up with her like 30 years later and they're asking her like what she thought about it and she legitimately thinks that it's like Casablanca, like it's just like a phenomenal movie and <laughs> that she doesn't understand why or like she thinks it's just so beautifully written and everything and yeah, if you like I could show you some clips from it and you'd just lose your mind. <laughs>
2: you, <laughs> I might have to check some out. Yeah, it's amazing. Um yeah, I don't know. I've I, I haven't really watched too many like bad movies. I try to avoid them yeah. as much as possible. <laughs> I've still should. never seen the room. Yeah and like everybody I know is like you have to see it at least once yeah. but it's one of those things where it's like I have issues finding enough time to do everything I want to do as it is that it's like yeah. it takes at least two hours of your life to sit down and commit to like a better yeah, movie right exactly so
3: so yeah it's I don't know that's why I say like, the same thing with sleepaway camp is you watch it with a crowd and it won't be a waste of time yeah because it'll be just I've had more laughter in that movie than I have in
2: a lot of comedies yeah <laughs> That's, yeah that's so good. at least
3: I'm getting enjoyment out
2: of it definitely yeah. um, have you ever seen the movie uh, Troll Hunter yeah love that movie yeah, yeah Norwegian movie I, yeah I watched it for the first time like last year and I thought like that's a perfect example of like special effects oh yeah it's done right yeah. and it's like a low budget movie yeah and like like you said Norwegian but I, just watching that movie it's like as soon as you see the first troll like yeah. under the bridge yeah it's the fucking coolest thing i it's, ten- I've seen it's tense too yeah, yeah some it's real got everything. It, yeah. There's like even like parts that make you laugh
3: and oh, stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they it's pretty cool. They take all the like the the troll tropes that we grew up with, like troll under the bridge and what, what is eating, it? Uh, the, goats yeah, eating goats yeah, and stuff. Yeah, eating goats and they they using them all to hunt these trolls and and like it's uh, by no means like like when I rented it, so I it was like, oh, a troll hunter, this sounds awesome. <laughs> and then we took it home and we're like, holy man, it's a legit movie. Like it's they're yeah. acting like trolls are real, and apparently there's like people in Norway who legitimately believe that trolls are real, and they swear by it, and they swear they've seen them and everything, so they treat it
2: like it's like a documentary. Which it feels like a documentary for at least the first half of the movie. Until you see the first troll, then you're kind of like... And yeah, those trolls look legit. They look real, but you you just know deep down they're not real. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. um, I'm trying to think what other movies I've seen lately... Um, I don't know I haven't really watched too many I also got the uh, Jeepers Creepers movies and I know you really like those ones I I
3: got a deep connection to the first one that's one of the one of the reasons why I'm so into horror and that's a movie that a lot of people like a lot of people hate that
2: movie like I totally get why have you seen it I saw it a long time ago, yeah. and I remember really liking it, because it's yeah. just, like, it was different yeah. from anything else that was out at the time. Exactly. Know?
3: Like, I don't know, it, it brought back... They
2: used to, in, like,
3: the 80s, which I'm a huge fan of, like, 80s horror, they had so many monster films, and, like, just creature features, and that's the kind of stuff that I grew up watching. Yeah. Like, I love, like, Pumpkinhead is, like, I, I had a friend who just saw it recently for the first time, and he just hated it, and it's like, really? yeah, it's because it's not, like, it's super dated and it's yeah. a man in a suit but it's just like when I was a kid that was real like that that oh, yeah. wasn't fake the this was happening to real people real
2: people were dying is how I felt
3: That's so the
2: thing is like when you're a kid and you're watching movies sometimes you can't realize like you can't separate the reality between the fiction yeah. so when you watch horror movies yeah like uh I've heard stories of like people watching like uh Friday the 13th yeah and thinking that he was actually killing all these people yeah and like uh, Brian from Tell him Steve Dave He's like a huge horror fan too yeah. He like writes horror And writes comic books Horror yeah. comics and stuff And uh One of the things he said When he was a kid too Is he believed like that would happen, that they'd actually kill people. Yeah. And what he he told his mom, like, what he wants to do, the way he wants to die, is yeah. he wants to be in a movie. Yeah, same <laughs> So same. he wants yeah. to, like, sign up and get killed by a serial killer yeah. for the movie. That's so. that's how
3: I, that's actually how I was, too. Like, really? when I was a really young, <laughs> like, like, it'd be really cool if Jason killed you know, me. Yeah, I was like, well, if I'm going to die, I'm to die in a cool way. Like, yeah. And yeah. I
2: was, yeah, so I was a big fan of, like, the Leprechaun movies when I was a little kid. Oh, I yeah. t- I sh- my girlfriend's never seen those, either, and I haven't the- seen all of them. I just remember... Uh, see, the, the worst one, uh, Leprechaun in the Hood or whatever. Oh, man, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> and, uh, I, when I was a kid, I saw the Leprechaun for the first time, and I was terrified. Yeah. I was, like, five years old, and it, yeah. I was just, like, yeah, what here. the fuck, so.
3: One, two, and three are super fun. Like, yeah. De- like, the first one is actually, like, uh, that's Jennifer Aniston's first movie. Really? Yeah, so it's pretty deadly, but. That's funny. Yeah, The like, when I was a kid, like, I, lo- I thought two and three were just amazing, I went back and rewatched them, and they don't hold up. just a spoiler alert but like that's like when it was in kindergarten our class had like my parents always tell me about it like everyone had to go up in front of the school and tell that tell everyone what they wanted to be when they grew up and i was a leper i wanted to be a leprechaun (laughs) so it says a lot about
2: my psyche i guess (laughs) did you want it to be yeah. Uh, magical being that was forever short but always had access to gold right? Exactly. So it's not that bad of a yeah. dream because you always have like a way to pay off all your bills. Yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. like
3: with, with Jeepers Creepers that's what it's like I was uh, I had to have been 10 or 11 when i i just got surgery and i had to stay home for i was off school for the week or whatever I need to rest up and i was on like some painkillers oh, that was no. the first time yeah, no, I'm sorry, my, my dad had a satellite dish like direct te- direct whatever it was and uh my sister my yeah my sister she's just horrified of she can't handle horror movies at all she saw the remake of the texas Chainsaw i oh, and basically need to go through therapy
2: that's such so, a s- scary movie yeah
3: and i like I, I i love the original it's definitely one of my favorites but uh so i asked her i was just like have you seen i knew nothing about jeepers creepers so i was like have you seen jeepers creepers she's like yeah it was stupid and she's like it's just corny it's cheesy I was like okay well i'm gonna watch that and i'm like sitting there like 10 years old or whatever and on painkillers <laughs> yeah and i'm sitting there, i was watching it and like i was home by myself and that there till this day like there's only one movie that comes remotely close to have like messing me up worse than that movie like i was i was traumatized to the 10th degree i had no clue i had no clue that it was going to be like a monster or whatever but i don't know what it is about it i think it's like how the setting it kind of feels like saskatchewan like it's oh all, yeah and it's kind of like, kinda the, like the way it's
2: filmed it kind of feels like it it's going to be like a comedy movie yeah oh yeah um, but yeah. the whole time it's like terrifying somehow yeah. and like the creepiest part too is even just like the song Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The
3: brutal, it was brutal. And, like, yeah, I saw in, like, the winter, and it was just cold, though, and I I couldn't leave the house. And, yeah. like, I would, uh, I did not sleep for two weeks. Like, I, that, that was the worst. And I, uh, yeah, like, I couldn't sleep. I'd, I'd wake up, and, like, one of, uh, this will kind of, this will be one of my, like, most horrifying moments or whatever. And uh, that thing is, like, it's totally subjective. For, like, it doesn't scare me anymore. I just watched it recently, and it takes a lot for a movie to scare me these days. But when I was little, like, the scene where they're in the diner and then they go outside and like all their clothes are scattered across the yard do you remember that uh sort of yeah not completely and then they're like asking like like what happened or whatever and some people in the diner are saying that like there was a man like going through their vehicle and he was sniffing their clothes and everything so i was like that's the creepiest thing i've ever heard in my life it's just like (laughs) this guy is just like sitting out there smelling their clothes and so that was I would like be sleeping, or I'd be trying to sleep, and I'd like think, I'd trick myself that I would hear sniffing outside my door, and oh, yeah. I was a little baby, uh, movie, <laughs> the movie ruined me, but and then uh, it segued into, like that, that was one of the movies that got me into horror, but the other one was my, like my dad came into my room and he was trying to like calm me down about Jeepers Creepers or whatever. And he was telling me, he's like, yeah, well, that's why I don't watch that stupid shit. And he's like, you know, what when I was a kid, there was a movie that everyone was lining up to see, and everyone wanted to see uh, The Exorcist. Oh, he's man. like, I haven't seen that movie in my life, and I'm not going to watch it, because I know it's not for me, I know it's going to bother me. Like, he was trying to cheer me up or whatever. So, that led to me watching The Exorcist. <laughs> was that the other movie? Yeah, The Exorcist. Oh, is, man. Yeah. Well, no, the other movie was Ernest Scared Stupid.
2: I was going to say yeah. that, too. Yeah. The troll from that movie yeah, is no. more terrifying than
3: anything else yeah, it's I it's the most
2: horrifying concept but it's like because it's a kids movie mm-hmm. so it's it's not intentionally trying to be terrifying yeah. it's just supposed to be funny right yeah, exactly but it's that and then for some reason uh, Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie yep <laughs> one of the most like terrifying creepy like character designs Yeah. he kind of reminds me of um Freddy Krueger in a way just like the way he looks yeah
3: yeah but that began my childhood divorce with power rangers <laughs> i I was, a, I was a power rangers kid and then that i saw that and it horrified me too and it kind of like pushed you to grow up yeah exactly uh,
2: the way you felt about um jeepers creepers is like the exact same way i felt about uh children of the corn okay yeah i watched that for the first time i was homesick for two days and uh i remember my dad has like a stephen king collection he has like pretty much every book up until like five years ago every movie up until like five years ago yeah and i was just kind of going through movies and all we had were like horror movies and horror movies and horror movies and i was like this is these are all they sound terrifying like sleepwalkers you like look at the back there's like werewolves you're like i'm not fucking watching that you see children of the corn yeah and i'm like okay well this could be funny there's like kids yeah. in it and stuff and like maybe it's about like farming like yeah. maybe it's like son-in-law but children you know so I, like i put it in and i'm like ready for like some funny like farming jokes and shit and uh, it just slowly gets darker and darker and the kids like lock the door in the malt shop and yeah. start killing all of the adults yeah. and that just like that ruined me yeah. i i've like i didn't drink a milkshake for years you know? yeah i was terrified that like anywhere i went to get a milkshake there'd be yeah. like somebody there trying to hurt me you know see so. i
3: kept i kept milk around because that's the only thing that could destroy the troll from Ernest Kingston. <laughs> that's <laughs> so. a good point that's a really good point yeah. uh but that's yeah like as soon as like when you're a young impressionable mind like you can connect with kids and that's what made Ernest so scary is because like I saw all of his other movies. Like it was like a part of, part of our household that my parents would bring home the new Ernest movie, and it's like nothing but funny and good memories with that. And then you throw in the, a troll that's far too, way too terrifying <laughs> for a kids movie. Like I still like you he pull tur- it up. Doesn't
2: he turn people into trees? Yeah, or well he tr-
3: turns them into wood and then yeah. like hangs them in his like decrepit tree that exactly. he lives in. It's like, yeah, I don't understand how this is, like, acceptable.
2: <laughs> like, you watch that side by side by, uh, like, A Very Earnest Christmas or whatever oh, it's yeah. called. And you're just kind of like, what happened? Yeah. Like, why, yeah. what made them decide to take this approach? But. Yeah,
3: exactly. Well, they want to do their Halloween special and like, it was <laughs> definitely, yeah, it was horrifying. Hopefully this is as horrifying as Earnest Scared Stupid. Yeah. But that's, yeah, like, I remember, like, I, I'd, to, like I'd say probably... The first horror movie I ever saw had to have been Jaws, and that's still, really? yeah, it still remains to be one of my, like, that was the only one that, like, was, my dad would watch it, my mom loved it, and, like, I, I still love that movie till this day, but, um, a lot of people, like, it's not necessarily, I, it is a horror movie, but it's not, like, it didn't scare me, I guess, like, oh, like, I, it made me, like, I was obsessed with sharks when I was a kid, so I was enticed by it, but, like, it didn't ruin me to the point of, like, Jeepers Creepers or anything, oh, but... Yeah and then, like, I got into Child's Play, like, I was, I was obsessed, I was, like, obsessed with Chucky, and yeah, like, those movies, they didn't scare me, like, they were just, they were fun for me, like, and then that's where, like, I'd keep watching horror movies, and I think, like, the first one to really scare me, but it also segued into my obsession with horror was Scream. Oh, really? Scream?
2: uh i i remember i don't know i because i've seen all of the scary movies yeah okay. so like there's parts where it's like it's yeah. just like scream but then it kind yeah. of like so my my memories kind of switches back and forth yeah so when i exactly, try to think yeah. back on scream yeah i remember like a garage door going up yeah. and fake tits popping yeah. and i'm like that's not scream yeah, i don't think no. <laughs> so
3: but yeah i was like scream was it was i was obviously not old enough to like i watch it i just watch it recently again and I think it's like one of the most underrated. Like I guess it gets a lot of attention. Like everyone knows Scream or whatever, oh, yeah. but uh, well, but I just think it's one of the most like underrated movies because it spawns so much garbage. Like there was uh, like I know what you did last summer came afterwards, which you didn't see that. Yeah, like, I was, saw that. I, yeah, I was, just it, hated it. There's all like all the like stupid teens getting. <laughs> there's a killer. Blah blah. blah but Freddie like, Prince Jr. Of all yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Scream was just like it was fun. It was smart, and it was it it was pointing out things that no longer worked within the genre that's like that like I stand by saying that that's probably Wes Craven's last good movie like he's one of my one of the best horror directors for sure but that was like by f- like one of his best movies for sure and it was he even he was tired of the whole genre like he wanted to go off and do he did a, a like a musical drama movie in between that too and oh, like because really? he's trying to get out of horror because like yeah you know it just everything started to be the same there was like a Friday the 13th 8 there was a Freddy Krueger 7 or whatever like there was nothing it just became stupid and he really pointed that out and figured out ways to make things scary again and that's that's what I truthfully liked about it
2: that's awesome like um I was trying to think of what my other moment was going to be um one of the other ones was um what is it called uh when a stranger calls the remake I think so yeah. the re- uh, <clears throat> I just remember I thought that girl Was like really cute And that's yeah. why I watched I grabbed that movie Off the shelf In the first place Huge eyebrows though Exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that girl. was That was one of the things That I, I was just like Oh wow But uh, yeah No just the idea what Of like somebody colors. Calling and being like He's inside the house is just like I've never heard of that Until yeah. then And uh, it just terrified me um,
1: Yeah
2: And I, I'd say my last one Is uh, Have you ever seen uh, Hostage with Bruce Willis Yep yeah. uh that i would consider that movie a horror movie yeah because like definitely the, in suspense especially like that one psychopath who like lights every like he gets lit on fire and like Ben foster oh man yeah. that was like the most well like much like you with uh jeepers creepers i had um i had this thing happen a couple years ago i had a tooth abscess they gave yeah. me a root canal and i had my face swells like swelled up so bad i had to get uh IV and I yeah. had to take like a month and a half off work, and I was on IV every six hours for yeah. like a month and a half. So I had nothing to do but sit around and watch movies. Yeah. One of the movies that we had was Hostage, yeah. and I'd never seen it before. And watching that on like, I have an IV drip of like pain meds, and then I have other pain meds that I'm taking, and then I have like because it's pain meds and. Um, it was like uh, antibiotics or whatever yeah. in the IV. So I was I was like just like tripping out yeah. and then I'm watching like this fucking creepy ass dude like light things on fire and shit and like yeah. Bruce Willis is just being a badass as usual. Yeah, and exactly. it's just it's so, just such a good movie that like every time I think of like terrifying moments, I just yeah. remember seeing that guy pop down from the roof. Yeah. From yeah. like his legs. It yeah. was just like that's one of the things that just sticks with me. So you're a home invasion guy, then? That scares you? Uh, That's only...
3: Because for me, it's people... Sca- besides Jeepers Creepers since I've grown up, but, like, people scare me more than
2: anything. Yeah?
3: That's the thing that scares me, is people.
2: I'd say, like, the only thing that really scares me is um, just having a painful death. Like, yeah. it's as general as that is. Yeah. Like, I mean... It's really, like, difficult for me to say, like... I, I've never been scared of spiders or yeah. snakes or anything like that, because I know, like, there's always ways to counteract that, and it might be painful in the moment. Yeah. But as long as I don't die in, like, excruciating death. Yeah. I think the the, the one thing that scares me more than anything is cannibals. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, uh, if just the idea of, like, somebody, like, this is going to get really dark for a second, but the idea of somebody, like, cutting me up while I'm still alive and yeah. then making me watch them eat my body parts oh okay that's like the absolute like yeah. nightmare for me <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> as like morbid as that sounds no, that's that's pretty much like this is the horror
3: episode now we gotta get darker oh yeah We're that's why cry. i guess
2: maybe that's why i like the saw movies because like it shows people like as shitty as it sounds it shows people being mutilated yeah. but they always have like as soon as they get out they realize that life's worth living right yeah so like it dying a painful death like they do in that movie it's like yeah terrifying
3: something i'm going to recommend to you and to absolutely anybody listening this is the loved ones have you heard of it uh when did it come uh 2009 2010 it's an australian movie so it didn't get a wide release here it's on netflix though but it's yeah it's called the loved ones and it's australian it's uh the pr- if I'm gonna tell you the premise, it's gonna sound so lame. But I pro it, like I I think that's in my top five best horror movies in the past twenty years. Like, it's, oh really? Yeah, it's phenomenal. But um, it's like this, this guy, uh, it it's based around like his high school and this girl asks this guy to the prom and he says no. He has like a date with his other girlfriend or whatever, and then so this girl kind of you can tell there's something off about her, and within twenty minutes. Uh, he wakes up and he's like strapped to a chair in her house and her dad her it's her dad and her and she's dressed in a prom dress and they decide to have the like prom of their own like just like in the house yeah and that is one of the most cringe movies i've ever seen like i'm not gonna say anything else but it's it's wild it's called the loved ones the the loved ones yeah it's absolutely it's absolutely crazy it's but the thing is it's it's a genuinely creepy movie and, like, the practical effects are amazing. It is one of the only movies I've seen in the past, like, five years or even ten years where I've, like... I've had to, like, look away for a second. But if you like the Saw movies and everything, I th- I think that's, like, the best Saw I'll movie. To, I'll have to add it to my list. I yeah. got, like, a big
2: stack of recommendations oh, yeah. for you. So yeah. I got that,
3: some. that one, if if... If you're okay... It is bloody. Oh, I'm <laughs> But, yeah, like, it sounds like... like I, I I don't know, like... Because not a lot, like, scares me when it comes to movies. Like, I, I can watch most movies, and I... There's been very few times where I'll get actually scared to the point where it'll bother me after I watch it. Like, I see horror as an art form. Like, I see it as, like how did they pull that off when they were making this that's, that's the kind I of mindset even. i have so like that's what attracts me so much to them is that's that and that's the, they come up with there's some of the most creative concepts in movies these days
2: is comes out of horror it's like uh, pretty much the only place where you can find um original original ideas yeah. especially like at this point where they they've done everything they're resorting yeah. to like making books adapting books and like comics and uh, like remakes constantly yeah yeah so like when people come up with an original idea it's something that you just kind of have to pay attention exactly to, right? yeah it's definitely yeah. it's
3: it sounds like it's like you know it sounds cheesy and everything really, the loved one sounds cheesy but it's it's just
2: deadly it's super good i'd say one of my most terrifying things that i've watched as lame as this is gonna sound um have you ever seen one tree hill <laughs> No, I haven't. My girlfriend was a big One Tree Hill guy. I was always an OC guy. I've I've watched all of the OC. Yeah. too. I love the OC, but there's um, I think you'd like One Tree Hill. Like, yeah. it's, it's 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 weird. It's I yeah, miss. I can't I oh, can't no. watch the
3: OC. I tr- me and my friend Jesse, we like both. We got on the subject about how we used to love the OC or whatever. Yeah. Have you seen it recently?
2: I have, but I really like it because like uh, Seth Cohen is just like oh, okay. he, yeah. he holds that show, t- yeah. show together. you Yeah. Know? But
3: it's it's so it's so like. I was in a different time in my life, I guess. Like, it's so cheesy, you know? I know. But, like, it's like... When, I, when I saw it, like, I was like, <laughs> oh, this is how life is. Like, but it's, I don't know, like, I still, yeah. I I have a fond memory of it, but I plan on keeping it back oh, yeah. there. Like, it's it's kind of like
2: when you watch and you're like, okay, so he's dating a lesbian who has a cocaine addiction. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's kind of, I guess that happens in real life. And then it's like... Oh, so they're going to, like, these big concerts every fucking day. like yeah. just it just gets unrealistic. Yeah, they're rich kids, you know. Exactly. Um, but it, in the OC, or not, uh, One Tree Hill, yeah. there's a plot point. I'm going to spoil it because it, the show's been done for yeah. years. Um, there's a plot point where uh, one of the main characters, Peyton, she, uh, she gets contacted by this guy who's claiming to be her, like, long-lost brother. Yeah. And they develop, like, a, kind of like a bond, and then you kind of realize he's trying to screw up her life. Yeah. And, uh, you don't know why. You eventually find out he's a stalker. He, like, he, she's an artist, so he stole some of her artwork from her book, and he has, like, a full back tattoo of this, like, angel painting she did, and, like, okay. he's, like, a psycho stalker. So, like, like you said, prom night happens, and, yeah. uh... Peyton and Brooke are both like held captive by this guy in this house and he like basically like tries like raping her I guess and like basically saying like she's his and all this stuff and like you still think he's kind of her brother at this point and it's just really like it's seriously one of the most terrifying things I've seen on TV (laughs) and it's supposed to be like a teen drama so it's it's kind of weird how it, it kind of works out but yeah that show's as lame as it sounds it's one of my favorite shows like I, I rewatched them all recently with my girlfriend and they still hold up a little bit so yeah but that's cool yeah that one's pretty fucking unsettling but yeah um I'm trying to think what else I had I had a whole bunch um one just popped in my head but I forgot it have you ever seen um Supernatural at all were you ever uh, saw uh, I
3: think I saw the first season like, it's not that I didn't like it, but we just like kind of fell out of it. Like we had other stuff going on and oh, yeah. didn't get back to it. But I remember the one that I really liked was the one with a lake, and it
2: was oh where uh, was in the first season the little boy yeah. drowns yeah. and then he's like coming back and claiming all the people who yeah. would drown him.
3: Yeah, that was it. That's a yeah. It's pretty cool.
2: They like that show is probably one of my favorite shows of all time too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd suggest anybody out there who's never seen it, as much as, like, all these teen girls and shit, like, fawn over the main dudes, it's such, like, the plot points, like, the horror stories that they have, there's an episode where, uh, you think it's, like, basically it's all, like, these two brothers hunting demons and monsters, right? Yeah. And there's lots of intricate plot lines and stuff. One of the episodes I remember was, uh the one brother Dean gets captive by these rednecks and they start hunt they started hunting people because animals weren't like good prey anymore yeah. and then they like when they kill them they eat them yeah so like they capture Dean and it's like this whole plot point but it's like really humorous yeah so it kind of feels like the Texas Chainsaw remake but it's okay. kind of it's kind of like adapted for tv a little bit yeah. so it's it's really like it's one of my favorite shows yeah it's so. pretty
3: cool it's some. I definitely like when there's things out there that get kids into horror like for me it was uh goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark and which still Buffy like the
2: <laughs> i've watched a couple of those and like they don't hold up at no all. they don't but they're just fucking, like, <laughs> entertaining the, yeah, as fuck. yeah exactly yeah um, like, ryan gosling's in one of them like when he's little yeah um yeah my girlfriend started collecting those she because the books are the well she used to have a whole bunch of the books and then uh Some personal shit happened in her life where, uh, she was, like, forced to get rid of all of them. Yeah. And, uh, she basically, like, spent years and years of her life, like, not being allowed to watch horror or, like, anything like that. Yeah. So, uh, now that she's an adult, she starts, like, rekindling her, like, lost love for horror. So, like, she, all these Goosebumps DVDs are coming out, like, every year on Halloween. Yeah. So, it's, like, four episodes on each disc and she's, she's trying to collect them all so she can watch every single one. No, yeah, well, they're all on Netflix now. That's dude. what I told her. Yeah. Like she she just makes, what? she yeah. wants to have them. I like physical
3: so. copies too. I'm a chronic
2: Blu ray buyer. Yeah? Yeah, I'm obsessed with it. It's, it's what I collect. I'm that way with DVDs. I have, like, my closet yeah. is all full of DVDs and stuff. And, like, even comic books. I have too many comic books. Yeah, to that's count, I so. got
3: comics and Blu rays and music, so I had to. I started cutting down on the music.
2: <laughs> so I can't keep up. I've just been recently just buying on iTunes. It's kind of yeah. like if I really really like an album, then I'll I'll buy it. But I I usually like don't use a CD player at all. So yeah. there's really like no point for me to have it. Yeah.
3: Do you know what audio is? I do. Yeah, that's what um, I use. I like. it's, like, it's least... kind
2: of like Netflix for music, right? Yeah, you pay a standard fee like
3: every month, and that's what I like is that like the money still going to the industry and like the musicians? Like yeah. they, when they put stuff up, they get a cut of it or whatever so i like being able to like as a, an artist myself and like how i've always been like a fan of all things art i like to support it so i can keep it going and rather than like i used to buy cds like religiously but i just you know i don't like it's a digital age i don't really listen to cds anymore i have i always have my usb cord in my vehicle and yeah like i if i really really like an album i collect it on like vinyl or something so i can listen to it at home but I like RDO, because you get every Tuesday, you get the new releases. It's pretty sick.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think, like, the only albums I've been buying recently are... I have every time I die. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. No matter what, I'll buy their album. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I don't know, the only other one I've really bought is, like... I've, I've really been into Childish Gambino lately, so I've been yeah. buying his stuff. And then, um... A lot of people, like, have beef with these guys, but I really like their new album. Uh, the new Real Friends album. Oh uh, yeah I was listening to it today I really like that album yeah. I like I go Like like you said Drama on uh, social media Is ridiculous Like I, I like went on Twitter one day And there's all these kids From like The local scene Just being like Fuck real friends They're a bunch of emo kids And yeah. stuff and it's like you guys are listening to emo music too like why
3: that's that's (laughs) the thing man is everyone grows up and that's one thing that I really what kind of led to me starting my blog is I just got fed up with constantly like being around trends starting and ending constantly like and all these people who you know used to used to love the metalcore or whatever and they hate it now or like they used to are now into indie or now into hip-hop whatever it's like I don't know where I'm getting with that. Maybe we'll cut that out. But, like, yeah. Yeah, sorry.
2: No, it's all good. I don't
3: know. I just like... I like what you like. You're an adult. You're not in high school anymore. You don't need to impress anybody. (laughs) If you like something, support it. Don't be ashamed of it, because... I don't know, the way that I see it is if someone really has a problem with something that I enjoy, then they're not really my friends, and I don't really care. Like, I, I, I have, like, some of my closest friends hate horror movies. Like, they won't ever watch it, but it doesn't matter. We're still, like, good friends. But if they're going to judge you on it, they're like, same thing, judging you on a band, it's just ridiculous to me.
2: Well, for me, there's, like, a definite line. Like, I'm a hypocrite, um, too. I used to be real hardcore like that. I I was never really, like, super like that. I I've kind of been i don't know i've kind of always had like my own own opinions but i think that's why i was so unpopular back then like years and years ago it's like because that like especially with straight edge that caused a whole bunch of drama like unintentionally like yeah it just so many things that i i stuck by i lost a lot of friends because of and like like you said then they aren't your real friends right so
3: well and that's the thing about like social media too it's really easy to type one line and you not mean it as something and someone take it as something completely, completely different way. yeah but I don't know I'm I'm guilty of it but the thing is like I've I don't know man I'm 24 now I grow up and <laughs> I, I think everybody up changes up. like I'm not I'm nowhere near the same guy that I was three years ago like you know you grow out of th- you grow out of things it happens
2: yeah that's like cause I used to be super into like like you said like metalcore hardcore and stuff yeah. but like kids who like that stuff now I like it all you want It's good The only like Exceptions to stuff like that That I'm questionable on Is like um Bands like Vampire Weekend Not Vampire Week. Yeah Vampire Weekend Is that like an Vampires indie band? Vampires everywhere Yeah Like uh, Maybe not the indie band But there's like One of these fucking They're those like Eyeliner bands That like And they Dress god <laughs> Exactly yeah. Like bands like that Where I yeah. just kind of I'm like you but, should like bands for their music and not yeah. like the way they look. And that seems like a big thing. Yeah.
3: But at the same time, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. Like let let the people who like that like it and That's the thing is I not have that opinion. Your life. I, I don't
2: voice I don't voice it usually. Yeah. I did on here, I don't know why. No, that's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> um yeah. yeah, I don't know. No, it's fine. Let's hop back on the horror yeah. wagon. <laughs> Um, have you ever seen Maximum Overdrive? I long, long time ago. Oh, all man. I can remember
3: from is the ACDC soundtrack. And I hate ACDC, <laughs> but I love that movie. That like movie? Waila,
2: yeah. um, that's another memorable horror moment is uh, when all the machines start coming to life and yeah. there's, like, kids playing baseball in the baseball field. And yeah. A- pop machine comes to life and starts shooting pop cans at the kids and killing them yep. and then the one kid's riding away on his bike and a steamroller runs him over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, just stuff like that uh, what else uh i had one more uh i watched it recently like all the way through with my girlfriend for the first time i've never watched it all the way through yep. but the uh bed sore moment in the shining Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely one of the most yeah, like memorable, terrifying ones. Yeah, that's one of my favorite horror
3: movies, for sure.
2: Like, yeah. top five. Yeah, I love that movie. Have you read uh, Doctor Sleep yet? No, I haven't. No? I've heard it's good, though. I've heard the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I like
3: to... I haven't read many, like, because I've been so busy the past year. Like, it's just been hectic that I've fallen behind on reading and all things like i i try to keep up with my comics and whatever but i think like i've read one one or two like novels this year like i read um Gone Girl which is the new Ben Affleck movie i like heard that that movie's really good it's amazing yeah but the book is the bo- it's it's very true to the book so i that book i was just glued to and everyone i know who's read it was just obsessed with it and that was really good and i read um kind of segueing into i want to come back to movies but this is kind of off topic, but
2: uh horns. Oh, that looks so right. fucking yeah. good.
3: Yeah, well I, I saw the movie recently, but did you? Yeah, it, there's uh there's a super legal rip of it
2: out. Oh, okay, so, I, see. Yeah. I see, I mean yeah. uh you mean you you saw it when it came out opening night. Yeah, I saw it. I think it's out in the States, so there's nowhere <laughs> to like
3: I'd go see it if it was in theaters here, but it's not it's, like I think Halloween
2: yeah. day it comes out. Yeah, i got to go to it like, Yeah.
3: And, like, I, I read the book, and I really enjoyed the book. Like, I like everything that I've read from Joe Hill, who's...
2: Have you read Lock and Key? Oh, I haven't. That's okay. one that I want to, but I haven't gotten to.
3: Number one thing that you got to read is Lock and Key. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's... And that's the perfect horror comic. Like, that. Like that is just, like, not only the best horror comic that I've ever read, but I think it's among the best comic uh, comics that I've ever read. Like, the... It's amazing, like, in every way. Highly, highly, highly recommend you read that. I just read through it for the third time, I think.
2: How many? <laughs> There's, um, six, There's six, six trades.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, like that's. It. I got to, like my girlfriend read it and she just loved it. Like, I think she's read it through twice now. And like I, I've been reading it over the years. Like as they come out, but now oh, yeah. it's all. It's all done. It's finished. And reading it like when the last one came out, I read it from the beginning to the, the very end, and it's just freaking unbelievable (laughs) yeah like joe hill he do you know that he's like the son of stephen king
2: i didn't know that yeah
3: he's uh yeah he went uh he named himself joe hill so that he wouldn't get all the like oh it's stephen king's son yeah like he 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 wanted to be a good writer for himself yeah yeah and that's like he didn't reveal until like years and years after being like an established author that like he was getting a lot of attention and as far as i know like lock and keys become like one of the bigger titles in the graphic novel industry now oh yeah yeah. i
2: can tell like i have i have one of them i bought one of them really cheap at tramps when they had they had like a everything 50 percent off thing last year when they were like switching over and i bought a lock and key one and i thought it was the first one for some reason okay but But it's like the second or third so i kind of been holding off reading it definitely definitely read it in order like from the beginning yeah it's amazing Cool. cool um let's go back to let's shift back to movies for a bit because yeah, we'll i some comics more, and then line. we'll move to comics because um, i have quite a few well not quite a few but i have some comics stuff that we can talk about that yeah, are Orbis, i got some so. too um do you have any more moments that you wanted to talk about for
3: uh, uh let me see, i wrote some down here like like that's something it's like like i said I can, I can totally understand why lots of people wouldn't like uh like, the 80s stuff or whatever, because they could see it as dated, even, like, alien. Like, the, you could see it as, you know, hard to take serious in this day and age. Yeah. So, like, I made a list of, like, a couple that have come out in the past, like, 20 years or 10 years that if people haven't seen that they should check out, and that's... Have you seen Cabin in the Woods?
2: I saw it uh, when me and my girlfriend first start, started dating. She yeah. swore by it, and yeah. I, I, I always thought it was... Um, Maybe Cabin by the Lake was yeah. the one I thought it was. Okay. So I always thought uh, that's the one with um, Sean from Boy Meets World, I think.
3: Oh, Cabin Fever.
2: That's what it is. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought it was. I yeah. was like, I was like, oh, yeah. well, I heard that movie was kind of lame. Yeah. You will either so, love that or hate it. So I, I was just like, I don't know if I want to watch it, but my girlfriend said it's like got a really weird ending or something. Yeah. So cabin I watched in the Woods. it. Yeah. yeah. So I watched it, and I, I don't remember it completely. Like, I just remember. Yeah. It being, like, all over the place kind of... Yeah, that's
3: exactly, like, it's. it did what Scream did, and that's, like, it pointed out... It points out the things in the industry that are working and that aren't working, and it's, like... I think it's one of the most brilliant movies ever made. Like, I, I absolutely love that movie, and I'd highly recommend you re-watching it even before you oh, see some stuff for I'll the first time. Because,
2: because, like, like I said, you've given me... Like, you even just brought some movies over for me to watch now, yeah. but, like, I'm going to gradually... Be watching through movies constantly. I just yeah. have so much to catch up on. Oh,
3: exactly! Cabin yeah. in the Woods is just like it's like a best of compilation for horror. It's a it's a horror movie made for horror fans. And yeah. That's what like I loved about it so much. Like they marketed it as like I remember because I saw reviews for it on Rotten Tomatoes before it came out. And there's just the trailers, and I I just knew there's, like, Joss Whedon, director of the Avengers. Oh, yeah. Like, he did it, and uh, Drew Goddard, who was on... Him and Drew, uh, Joss Whedon did Buffy the Vampire Slayer together. So, oh, okay. Like, that's where they started or whatever, so... I was like, it's not going to be just, like... It's not going to be a bland horror movie, like... It, but they marketed it looking like it's like, oh, the other... Like, the kids go to the cabin, and they get killed. Like, that's yeah. what they made it, but, like, you, I knew there was going to be more to it. And that's where, like, it's it's just a tribute to all things horror and there's like so many throwbacks to things from when I was a kid that I was just that was a religious experience for me seeing that movie in theaters like I left that I've one of the happiest and
2: best theater experiences I've ever had so like watching movies like that would you say it kind of like even though it's a brand new movie it it makes you feel like you're basically like reliving the past the whole time even though it's a totally nostalgic feeling yeah Yeah. like even like I was saying to you today I got
3: I'm not a huge Hellraiser fan, but I've seen the movies, and, like, uh, that's totally, like, sacrilegious to say in the horror, like, horror kids are, or, like, horror, like, I read, I listen to a lot of horror podcasts, or I read horror blogs, I, I read the magazines or whatever, go on the websites, and, like, everyone just loves Hellraiser. And, I've never like, seen that one either. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> I, I, I get it, but I didn't, it I didn't have an emotional connection to it as a kid, yeah. so it didn't really resonate with me, but i always liked the character pinhead who's like the main character you know who he looks yeah. like and that's in cabin in the woods there's a total throwback to pinhead with yeah. like he's got like but razors in his head or something like that but i just thought that it was so cool and <laughs> yeah like it's ah, uh, it's a rubik's cube of horror <laughs> it's it's awesome i highly recommend people seeing that
2: have you seen uh, Phantasm before? Yeah,
3: like a long, long time ago. Though. I
2: heard that one has some pretty fucked up parts. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I've
3: been meaning to revisit because it's been so long that I basically haven't seen it. Like it's one of the the few that I've haven't revisited, but it's because I like to get everything on like Blu-ray or whatever. Oh, so yeah. I'm waiting to be able to buy it. But yeah, it's definitely like the anthology feel, like kind of like Trick or Treat, which is another one. Definitely, definitely see Trick or Treat. I
2: I watched like my girlfriend's. I kind of fell out of horror movies because I had, I was so preoccupied with like music and everything yeah. else, and I didn't really like watch too many movies. Yeah. But when I started dating my girlfriend, she started bringing more and more to my attention. Yeah. And she made me watch uh, Trick or Treat with her last Halloween, maybe. Yeah. Like in the spring or something, I really liked it. Yeah,
3: that's to me. That's the perfect Halloween movie. It It
2: feels like like the way it runs together. It feels like a bunch of different stories run into yeah. one, but like it's there's humor to it yeah and oh, that's yeah. like my favorite like horror, horror movies is like ones with like well done humor yeah. too. Right? I did
3: a I did a whole section of comedy horror because that's the best to me that's the most like if you don't like horror movies you can still have fun with comedy horror if you love horror movies like it's just the funnest thing ever but that's yeah definitely trick-or-treat has some comedy elements I think that's one like for people like I, I have people message like why one of the reasons why like, I started the blog too is that I have uh, people who message me on Facebook who would be like hey do you have any like recommend because everyone knows that I'm just like a dork and I see everything <laughs> it's it's what I do everyone has their thing I, I've always watched movies and I really really love horror movies so like everyone would, I have people who like message me and be like what should i watch this halloween or whatever or like what should we watch We're looking for something scary and like the number one thing i can say to anybody who hasn't seen it like and if even if you don't really like horror movies i think trick-or-treat you'll find something that you like in it definitely like, there's something there for everybody
2: yeah i
3: agree with that but in that and in like that's where comedy horror comes in where like you know i don't know if a lot of people consider shauna the dead a horror movie have you seen shauna i would dead? definitely consider yeah. it a horror movie. yeah and it's, it's perfect. i love but, that movie yeah it's awesome and it's got horror elements and like the whole zombie thing and yeah, it's great. I love everything that those guys do.
2: It's a really good ending too. <laughs>
3: yep. It was super good ending. That um I actually put it here. It was um I brought it over for you, drag me to hell. Yeah. Have you seen it?
2: I haven't. I heard it's okay. kinda of funny though. It's very funny. It's Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah. like, so and that's a evil kid, the Dead evil guy guy, guy.
3: yeah. And he did the Spider Man yeah. movies, but um, to me that was sam raimi's return to horror after i don't even know how many years it had passed that since he had done a horror movie but like he definitely he became established with the evil dead movies and he has his own style where like evil dead 2 is a straight-up comedy horror mm. like it's it's just one that's one of my favorite movies and it's just balls out crazy but um i have a special connection with Dragon hill because it was like five years ago when morgan and i started dating we were out on our first date or whatever and we we're like I was all nervous and she was she was kinda of nervous so we're like, Okay, well, let's go see a movie. It's like what movies are there? It was like uh okay. Uh, I didn't like know her at the time, she didn't really know me, so I was like Do you wanna go see the proposal? It's like this like romantic comedy with friggin' Which I really Ryan liked up. by the way. I haven't, I I haven't seen it yeah, I, 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 I haven't seen it, but it's <laughs> like Ryan she, Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Right? But it's like she she was like she told me this later and it's true, like that's kinda awkward going to a movie like that on your first day. So she's like, Well, we go see Drag Me to Hell. And yeah, I was just like Okay, like like i was like a closet horror fan then because i don't know like i didn't think that she would be cool with me opening up about oh, that yeah. yet,
2: that i i love horror movies like there's like, like somebody comes over and you have like all of these like serial killer figures yeah. with, like chainsaws and shit yeah like
3: i wasn't ready to share that part of me yet and oh, yeah. uh it's like a podcast i listen to like religiously it's called the Bloodcast it's very very good like it's my favorite horror podcast but uh the one host ryan turk he runs the the website shock teddy drop i think it's a horror website and um he had in one episode they're talking about they call it going full chicken bone and it's where uh like he when he was it's just a short story where he um he was in high school and he was like the horror nerd or whatever and he was the artsy guy or whatever and uh there was a girl who was like the cheerleader type that he had a huge crush on but like was totally out of his league or whatever and like she was in art class with her and she would always go over and like, Oh, you got really nice art. Like she like really liked all of his artwork, he'd do comic book stuff or whatever. And then so he was thinking like they had to do like a final project and he's like, I'm gonna get really awesome with this one and he uh you haven't seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre?
2: Uh not the originals. No. Okay,
3: well like in the original, like when they go into the house there's like bones all over the house. Like okay. they have like, like like
2: kinda like the remake.
3: Yeah, like they have that but like there's like there's like when they're like, they, you know they're cannibals and like Oh, yeah. yeah, they sit around the table and they got like bones on their plate or whatever. So he made like a 3D, uh, what's that called? Diorama. Diorama of uh, he he got his mom to. He's like, mom, I need you to clean off this chicken. And she got all the chicken bones, (laughs) and he made like hands coming out and everything made of bones. And he like brought it to class, thinking it's like, oh, she's gonna love this. And then like she saw and was totally creeped out by it and never talked to him again <laughs> so that's what they on the podcast they talk about like what was the first time you went full chicken bone and so <laughs> back to my story like we we both saw Dragon to Hell and when you watch it like it's balls out crazy like it's it's awesome like it but it's uh super gory like there's but it's lots of gross out horror which I like like I like stuff like, like Evil yeah. Dead or whatever but we both left the movie and we we're just like that sucked and like well she said that she like didn't like it or whatever and like because like it's one of those things where it's like you don't want to save it's it it's the first i date. really yeah, yeah i really like that you're a fucking weirdo but, yeah and then i think it was like a year later after like we got to know each other like she like told me she's like i actually really like that movie i was like i love that movie like <laughs> so awesome and then yeah we so now we rewatch like every halloween but that was That's like awesome. my segue i was like yeah, I really like horror movies. She's like, cool. I like them too. And now, yeah, she's my number one companion to watch horror movies with. That's a good story. Yeah. So that was kind of me going half chicken bone.
2: <laughs> so have you, uh, have you ever watched uh, Dexter?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I watched it till the last episode, but I didn't watch the last episode purposely. Yeah.
2: I can't do it. Really? Yeah. I've I'm I'm on the seventh season, and I've heard nothing but bad things about the last episode. Yeah. But I feel like. It's one of those things where I'm like, it can't be as bad as people say. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, yeah. Well, if you're not finished, I'm not going
3: to say it, but like, I it was, I, it was uh, I kind of fell out a bit near the you're like, on the seventh season. Yeah. Okay, so like, I think season four is the Trinity Killer. Is that three or four? Uh, I think that's four. four. I think that's four, because three was with McGill yeah 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 four to me like that not only is the best season of dexter it's one of the best seasons of like any television show i've ever seen
2: he's just p- portrayed like the perfect villain john yeah. goleth Oh yeah he was
3: amazing yeah like uh yeah i loved it and um i just uh yeah i don't like the way that they ended it but like i had a friend tell me what happened i was like yeah i don't need to see that so i didn't watch it i'll probably watch at some
2: point but yeah and can i take a, a shot in the dark? Yes. Does he, like, pull, like, uh, Vigilante where he's, like, uh, basically, like, I, I only kill serial killers, so I have to kill myself? No, it's he... so much worse than that. Really? So so worse than that? So much that? worse than that, yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Does, he, does he, like, do him and, uh, do you want me to tell you? Do him and Deb take off and have a shotgun wedding? <laughs> oh, that would be so much better. <laughs> really? Okay, be I'm so gonna much pause better. this. I want to hear it. <laughs> okay, so Mitch just told me the ending of Dexter, and, uh, Since he hasn't seen it, I'm going to say I really hope it happens the way that I explained it to him. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Dexter is probably one of my favorite. Um, Dexter and Supernatural are definitely some of the best horror shows. Yeah, there's some good stuff in Dexter. Have you seen, um, uh, Hannibal at all? Yeah, Is that one good? I love Hannibal. I haven't seen that one at all yet. That's
3: probably my favorite horror show on television. Like, it's, but the thing is, like, it's not an easy show to watch. So like like Morgan and I, we binge watched a little bit of it, but it's not one that you can like. It's so heavy. Like every episode is so like, it's a very grim. Like mm-hmm. I can't like I some like, the violent, yeah, of the most violent yeah some of the most violent stuff that I've seen has like, like well not that's not true but it's like definitely the most violent stuff I've ever seen on TV is unaccountable, oh, yeah. and like that's on like NBC on yeah. like eight o'clock and everything. So it's pretty crazy to think about like how. I remember having to, like, wait up late for, like, X-Files or something like that. Like, it was on a little bit later, like...
2: Close uh, to midnight. Right? Yeah,
3: like, the, there were some other shows, like, uh, X-Files might have been earlier, but there I know there's a show that I used to wait up for, because it had, like, pretty dark content, and, yeah, like, Hannibal's on primetime TV, like, it's just wild to me, but he's one of my, like, the Hannibal actor franchises, It's he's one of my favorite characters, like, movie characters, so... I really, really like everything that they've done with it. Like, I know, I have a friend who has read all the books, and he just hates Hannibal, thinks it's just the worst thing ever. I have also read the books, and I think it's fucking awesome. Like, it's <laughs> like, yeah, I I think it's, they didn't take it page for page, they made it their own, That's but in a, they didn't, like, cheap out at all. Like, if anything, it's, like...
2: Darker. Yeah,
3: it's so twisted. Like, so, some of the stuff on there, like, I I have lot, like, I had nightmares from one of the episodes of Hannibal. It was That's... like...
2: One that Connor actually watched was Hannibal. And I was telling him I'm really into Dexter and he suggested Hannibal. Too, oh, yeah. But he said, like, he said that's one show he had to stop watching because it took him to a really dark place. Yeah. And he started having, like, really dark thoughts. Yeah. And, like, I, it kind of, like, brought me back to that. I, I can kind of relate to that. But with uh, American Horror Story. Yep. In the first season. I binge-watched the whole fucking first season. We just did this weekend. And it's it's, like, it's a... Tough watch. It's really heavy, and I watch. I like all this stuff. I watch alone in my basement bedroom in the complete dark, Mm -hmm. and I watch it all at once. So like, I think Morgan's at home finishing up the first season right now. Like we've seen it before, but
3: we we followed it and we went back and because I'm, I really like that show, but I haven't liked the single finale yet. Oh yeah. Of any of the seasons. But the first one, like, after re-watching it, we watched it three years ago or whatever when it came out. Like, we were watching it bi-weekly, like, every time that an episode came out. Um, re-watching it, it's just awesome. Like, I I love that first season. Like, I love it. Like
2: There's, like, so many, like, like you said, with horror, there's so many unique things you can do. Yeah. And I feel like that show hit a lot of, like, even stuff that's, like, been played out in different, like... In film and other stuff different stuff it's just the way that they tie it all together in that show yeah. and make you feel like like you said like kind of the way trick or, trick or treat is a little yeah. bit built. it's like one little massive stories, like so. tribute with like different stories yeah. right yeah that's why i
3: really, really like that one like we just finished watching uh, it was a few years ago so i guess this isn't really a spoiler spoiler but i'm not gonna completely spoil but like the episode uh where they explain tate's background
2: oh yeah like, that's my favorite episode of the whole series hey, it's just so so awesome. I think like the darkest thing that happens is like, uh, spoiler, uh, Tate in the latex suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched um a big, uh, I'd say maybe halfway through the second season. I kind of, I kind of liked it. I was hit and miss with the whole yeah. alien. See, I was all stuff, for the but, alien thing, but the, like, it didn't pay off. Then the whole like zombie thing that yeah. they turned it. It's like, I think um was. Pinhead was that what she was called? Uh, which one? She's the one with like the oh. really weird looking head with like the shape. yeah. Uh,
3: I no, I, I can't remember her name. She's like I know you're talking about. She's yeah. in the newer seasons. Too. She
2: like I saw a pic. I I couldn't believe that that was a real human. It's a being, real person. So I yeah. looked her up, and yeah. she looks completely normal.
3: Yep. Yeah, she was on. It's insane. We we watched Chopped. More are not watching horror movies. We're watching Chopped, like, like the cooking show. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, we, we <laughs> that's paid like two, me. We, yeah, we paid two hundred <laughs> bucks a month for Food Network. That's, good. that's yeah, so it's awesome. <laughs> She was on an episode, and it was just like, whoa,
2: that's totally it's her. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably like the way that they develop their characters in that show is like really good. Yeah, too.
3: well, so like I I liked where the the second season I liked it at the start. But I felt like they took, they made, like, they started eight stories. And then, like, the alien thing, zombie thing, the, like, the crazy doctor thing. And then they tied, and then there's, like, the crazy serial killer that
2: was escaping or whatever. The possessed nun.
3: Yeah, exactly. And, like, they took all of those, and they only resolved one thing in the finale. Like, it was just, like, they didn't, they all of the other stuff, they didn't even tie up. I wonder so, if that
2: was maybe intentional.
3: But it, I don't think it was. Like, I think it was just, like oops like we like i I think it was (laughs) like like they 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 bit off way more than they could chew yeah and they kind of did that with coven as well which i really liked
2: i haven't seen that really
3: i I really liked. we really liked uh the whole thing but i hated the ending i hated the ending and uh, like i not to sound like i always hate on like finales or whatever because like hannibal season one and two were phenomenal finales like they're just like the, the like how you were saying with uh Amazing Spider-Man 2, how you, like, shed a tear. Yeah. In, the, in season two of Hannibal, like, we, like, my mom had already watched it, and she came in while Morgan and I were watching it. And, like, you could just, like, she, this is the second time she's watching, she's doing the whole mom thing, like, oh, no, it's like, didn't you just watch this? Like, you even you know <laughs> yeah. what's happening. But, yeah, then, like, me and Morgan are just like, it ended, and we're like, holy shit. Like, it's, it's just crazy. It's, yeah, it's nuts.
2: That's how but, I was with, um... I was the same way with... Uh, I, I feel like Dexter, the first three seasons, did a really good job of mm-hmm. resolving. And I feel like the whole Rita situation... That was amazing. That, I, I feel like yeah. that's probably one of like the best things I've ever seen on TV. Yeah, I you agree. Know? I agree. Um, have you seen any of the uh, new episodes of American Horror Story yet? Yeah,
3: we've been keeping up with it. Are they we,
2: pretty good? I haven't we, seen any of them Yeah, yet. I
3: know a, a like, <laughs> Like I said, I listen to lots of, like, horror podcasts and everything, so they're always talking about it, and, like, it seems like people don't really like it, but Morgan and I like it. Like, we're, we're, I don't know, I'm interested, I'm intrigued. And that's, they're, that's always a good start yeah, for me Like, right? but the thing is, like, what I was telling her is that, uh, the problem that, like, Asylum and Coven and this one have, compared to the first one, is that the first season's actually scary. It's yeah. actually got some elements in it where it's, like, gonna make you uncomfortable, Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like, like, I feel like, uh, like, this is a whole new topic because Coven, coven, one thing I liked about coven is I felt like it was like, uh, like a dark, I don't, not to say that this isn't dark, but it reminded me of Harry Potter. Oh, and okay, I'm a yeah. very, very, very massive Harry Potter fan. <laughs> so I was intrigued by that aspect of it, like the witches and whatever, because it's based around like a witch school. Yeah. So I like that, but, um, it's not scary it didn't feel scary watching it and uh, like asylum was just more confusing than yeah, scary
2: there there is some parts that creeped me out a yeah, little bit yeah there's out, some creepy imagery but the thing is it
3: wasn't like like the first season i remember being like like I, I what i'm constantly searching out for is the feeling that i got when i was a kid and that's when you're watching a horror movie and your palms start sweating or whatever and you're just like get warm like and that that's was what season I, like, 1 right yeah that hasn't happened to me in a very very long time but it happened a few times in season 1 like where i was just so into it that so like, I, I really, really... I'm constantly looking for that.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's maybe the show's downfall, is that they try to do a complete story in one yeah. season, where, like, maybe if they did stretch it out so that they weren't trying to do a contained story, if they yeah. stretched out season two into, like, maybe the third season, and they yeah. did two seasons based off of it, Yeah. and they just kept doing it like that, they'd have more freedom to tie everything up. You know? Yeah, for sure. But I, I kind of understand, like, it's, it's always nice to, like, have different stories. It's really cool that, like... I think this is the first show that's taken that approach, where every season's a yeah. different story.
3: Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's like the whole anthology thing. I think True Detective is going to be doing that. I haven't seen that is, one yeah, yet, either. that's really good, too. Very, very good. But, um, yeah, that that was one of my favorites, but that, they do a whole different uh, story. But I think the thing is, American Horror Story keeps a few of the same cast members, which I like. Like, the main... Like, yeah,
2: like... Um... Tate's been in, like, yeah, every Tate, single Evan one. Evan
3: Peters. And what's her name? Oh, she's the best part about it. She's, um, like,
2: the reporter from season two?
3: No, that that's Sarah Paulson. I think she she's good, but I'm talking about the nun, like, from season two. Oh, the, she the plays blonde Constance. one? Yeah, she plays Constance. Yeah, yeah. God, I can't believe I can't remember her name, but she's the best part about that show, in my opinion. Like, she's just an amazing actress, and every single season, it's her storyline that I'm always, like, really into. And Has she
2: always been the villain? like every season she,
3: you know sometimes you'd argue if she's really the villain or not like yeah. in like in season two you start feeling a little bit of sympathy for her at times like later on in the season but she's uh yeah i guess she's kind of always an anti-villain like you you don't know if like she she has some good aspects but she's definitely evil in some ways but that's kind of what i like about the show is it kind of seems like seems like every character is good and evil in their own right. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like, Tate is, Spoiler alert, is, like... <laughs> shoots up a school. But yet the whole season, you're, like, really... Like, I, I liked his story of the first season. Yeah. So, yeah, know that's what... The show the makes you feel things.
2: Um... Did you have any more movies to talk about? I kind yeah. of, like, switched over to TV.
3: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I'll just, uh... I wrote down some like some of my favorite horror movies that if you haven't seen you should. I wrote top five, but I see probably twelve here.
2: Give me twelve. We'll yeah. do top ten. I think it I think it might be. be.
3: <laughs> well, my first my first probably my favorite horror movie of all time's gotta be John Carpenter's The Thing. The original. Which uh, I still yeah. haven't seen. <laughs> and don't be afraid to say that you don't like it. Oh yeah. Like tell me what you really think. I wanna know what you think, uh I can see also even in that, like I think I love everything about it, but I, I saw it when I was younger, and then I saw it a few years ago when it rekindled my like love for it. And yeah. It's just everything that I look for in a horror movie, and in a movie in general. I don't know if you've seen like on Facebook, I'm a pretty big Kurt Russell fan, so like, <laughs> he's uh, that's part of where the love stems from. So I got um, John Carpenter's The Thing, The Evil Dead 2, which I lent to you. I I'd, I'd almost, for, just from knowing you, I'd say that you should watch Evil Dead 2 before Evil Dead. Because yeah. they're the same movie, but um, the first one was made on like a micro. They're both pretty low budget, but it was Sam Raimi's like for one of his first movies, and it was like made for next to nothing. And they tried making a horror movie.
2: So they're the same movie.
3: They're the same movie. He just redoes it, like he yeah. Really? But, but the thing is, the Evil Evil Dead is like a straight serious horror movie, and then Evil Dead Two was like let's redo that, As but let's comedy. make it batshit. Yeah. Like let's just make it all out like so it could st- it's still a horror movie. But it's just, like, it's fun.
2: It's just straight-up fun. So when does he get the uh, chainsaw hand? Is that in the first one, or is that just in the second He gets second it at movie? the
3: end of the second one, and then he becomes... That would make yeah, sense. Yeah, and then into Army of Darkness, Army of which Darkness. Army of Darkness was actually the first... Uh, that was the first Evil Dead movie that I saw. That was like, the first one I saw. Yeah, too. and I like I loved it, and then my, cousin, like, my cousins were the ones who showed me all this stuff, and... I went back, and they showed me Evil Dead 2, and I was like, fuck, that was even better than Army of Darkness, <laughs> like, so I was really into it, so yeah, uh, Evil Dead 2, um, The Exorcist is totally, like, everyone knows that movie, and It's,
2: I, it's such, like, even, like, um, I watched, uh, first time I saw it, I saw it on a, it was a TV viewing, yeah. and they, you know how there's two, um, different cuts, yeah, the one cut TV is, cut. like, the, uh... It's like you can see somebody with like the strings holding them, like mm-hmm. and the ones like the actual like contortionist. Yeah. Like I saw the one with the actual contortionist when I was fucking like twelve years old. Yeah. And it was fucking terrifying. Or like when the light when the lightning happens and yeah. you see the demon's face in like the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. unintentional yeah. stuff that just Yeah,
3: I just think I think that movie is just a masterpiece. It's not only like I like I'm I'm really like my it's one of my favorite movies of all time, not only, like, you know, favorite, I, I always classify horror as separate from everything else, yeah. and it's just because they're, it's so different from everything else, like, I, like I, I'm I very much into, like, other movies, too, like, I'm into every, anything good, but, like, my favorite movie of all time is Almost Famous, have you seen that?
2: I have. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: my all-time favorite movie, nothing connects with me more than that, but as far as horror movies go, I think The Exorcist is one of, like, the most well executed. It's, uh, I was like raised Catholic. I went to, I was in a Catholic school from when I first went to school till I graduated. And, uh, I come from a Catholic family and everything. So the concept of like, I, I was a true, I, I, I think I respect everyone's opinions and everything, but like, I've recently, I, in the past, since I've probably the beginning of high school is when I stopped really being like, uh, That's the word. I lost my faith, I guess. (laughs) I just don't really necessarily, like, believe it all. Like, I find it interesting. And, like, I've found my family still very religious. But, um, The Exorcist just ruined me in the sense that it was, like, that was the most terrifying thing in the world to me was religion. Like, I was scared, like, from the stuff that I learned at school. It scared me. Like, I had the fear of God in me. Yeah. So, seeing a movie like that was, like, just the craziest thing that had ever happened to me at the time. (laughs) So... I, like and I saw it at a time where I believed it all so seeing something like that like and I don't look down on people for thinking differently but it's just my personal beliefs that I think there's rational explanations for everything oh yeah and but like that movie ruined me and I still watch it and I find something that I love about it every time and like it brings me back to the time when I was like believed everything that I was told oh, and yeah. that's why that movie resonates so well with me it's kind of
2: like a turning point in like yeah, religion for exactly. you. For me, my turning point was uh, when I started finding out that uh, Catholic priests were touching little boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know, the exorcist was definitely there too. No, I remember uh, my brother, we went to a uh, Catholic elementary school, and uh, we only went there for one year. I went to a public school most of my life yes. for uh, elementary. Yeah. And uh, grade eight, I went to a Catholic school, and my brother was in grade six, and We were at the communion ceremony where, like, they bless you or they give you communion, right? Yeah. Um, My brother went and he got communion, so he got, like, the bread and stuff when he ate it. And his teacher called him out in front of the whole school and, like, Uh, called him a bastard. Really? (laughs) Because he wasn't baptized. Yeah, Yeah, see, like, I,
3: I I was baptized and I stopped taking the communion when I stopped believing. Yeah. And, like, uh... I actually got kicked out of, like, I was booted out of my Christian ethics class in grade 10, and it's like, because I, I've always been, well, I actually, I haven't always been, but um, I was an angry teen or whatever, you know, like a lot of teens were, but mm-hmm. I, in my Christian ethics ethics class in grade 10, I just would do my work, and I'd go home. And I'd get my homework done. I'd do what they say because, you know, that's something you sign up for when you go into a Catholic school. Well, it's a and, free mark. Yeah. Right. And I, like, my teacher would constantly heckle me and he'd be like, why don't you go to a public school if you don't, like, believe in this? It's just like, well, my friends go to this school. So, pardon me if I want to, like, be with my friends and graduate with my friends or whatever. And so, he would constantly try and, he was trying to, I don't know, I guess, I inspire me. Either force religion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was just the wrong thing to do for me, because it was just, I really, like... You just left me like, bad le- Yeah, like, I, I'm not being disrespectful to you, why can't you respect my opinion? Like, I was not doing anything, so he kept, like, trying to get me, bring me to the front of class to, like, read stuff or whatever, and he tried to get me, like, he was trying to be good, I guess, but depends what you call good, <laughs> but he was telling, like, I, I was asking him, like, the one day during class, I was just like, why do I need to believe that this is all real? And he was just like, well, because it was written and uh, blah, 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 and he talks about how uh, it's however old, and it was done by the ten disciples or whatever, and yeah. I was just like, well, I just don't believe everything that I've read, and he's just like, yeah. and then he's telling me that, like, I need to believe in the Bible, I need to, like, study the Bible if I want to go to that school, I was just like, well, I believe that Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets is completely real, exactly, like yeah. and then that was just immediately he pointed to the door, and I went to the principal's office, and... I was out. <laughs>
2: they kicked you out of school. Out of the class, class? yes. Yeah. Oh. They
3: told they told me the like kids. I went to Holy Cross at the time. He's like, well, why don't you go to Walter Murray? I was like, my friends go here. Like, yeah. so I just went to a different class and I just kept my head down and did that's, what I wanted to do. So like,
2: that's one thing that I like was really I didn't like for most of it um, was the whole Christian ethics thing. But I, in grade twelve, I actually really enjoyed it because I had yeah. a Christian ethics teacher. Yeah. But he didn't teach Christian ethics. He taught just religion. Yeah. So, like, he opened up, like, everybody's eyes to different religions. Oh, man, then
3: that's the stuff that's interesting to me. Like, I, I love, like, and I even, like, I totally respect, like, practicing Catholics. But I don't respect is people who, like, pick out what they decide to believe and what not to believe. Like, you know, like, the there's all the homophobes out there. Who just that's one of the reasons why. I, I just don't understand how you can... We're we're getting into the religion topic. On a yeah, we gotta get
2: off this. Well, we'll switch it over yeah. to. uh
3: I can keep finishing off this list yeah, if you want. Your list. That's the only one that really has. I guess probably a few have religious undertones. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street three,
2: Dream Warriors. I've never seen that one either. No, I've seen. I've seen the only Nightmare on Elm Street I've seen is yeah. the remake. Oh man. <laughs> and like, I thought that was fucking like messed up. Yeah, I thought so, it was gross.
3: Yeah, and like see like to me some of the. Like, there's some really, really horrible movies in the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, but I don't think any of them touch how much I hate the remake. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I don't hate, I don't, I do not hate all remakes. Like, that's yeah. my next, like, I'm going to be working on a blog post I'm just am really busy about, because a lot of people, like think that I just, like, hate every remake, but it's like, there's a lot of remakes that I really do like. like there's uh, a
2: lot, like, Evil Dead is better, Your Evil Dead 2, you like more than Evil Dead Yeah, probably.
3: but, like, even there's a newer remake of Evil Dead that's not by Sam Raimi and it just yeah. came out a few years ago, and, like... A lot of like the you know, elitist horror fans just like shit on it. They're just like, Oh, it's all there's no heart in it or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, he I liked it because he made it his own. It didn't feel like an Evil Dead movie. Like well, it didn't feel like a Sam Raimi one. I think I would have been more pissed off if he tried copying that. I like that he made it his own. And that's why I really like that and like, um there's a movie called Maniac with uh Elijah Wood. And it's a it's a it's a remake of an eighties movie, uh which is also, like, I, the original is pretty good, too, but, like, that's, Maniac is one of the most messed up movies I've seen, like, ever, and, like, that's why I, I do not recommend it to anybody with a queasy stomach or anything What's like What's that one about? He's a, a dude who has some pretty bad mommy problems, and he works in a mannequin shop. Oh, wow. And he scalps women.
2: And so it it's Elijah yeah, Wood.
3: Yeah, and it's uh, all filmed in first person
2: so really? it's like yeah so but you're... that's
3: what's so brilliant about it like he's like yeah you're 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 seeing through the eyes of elijah wood hmm. but then you he'd go to a mirror and there's like the camera tricks which are really cool to me and you see elijah wood in the mirror you don't see the camera so i just think that's really awesome but it's like it's hardcore like, it's for the hardcore fans i'd say like if you if you can handle it it's pretty it's pretty brutal I really, really liked it. Because I really like the score, too. Music is a big
2: thing for me. I'm usually, like, pretty good with gore and all that stuff. There's only one movie I started watching. Uh, I can't think of the name. It escapes me. But it's about... um, It's based in Australia. It's about these, like, brothers who... uh, Their neighbor was touching them or something. And uh, they're, like, teens. And uh, this other... Neighbor guy moves in and they like find out that this guy is like a pedophile and they like chop up these kangaroos and they like dump them on his front yard. How and, old is like, this movie? Couple years. Snowtown murders. That might be it. Man, that
3: is like I swear to God, to me that is the most disturbing movie I've seen. I was seen.
2: sitting through it and I I couldn't finish it yeah, because it's you, a there's true story, like man. the brother on brother rape. If you remember, like, I don't that. Even is that know the if I one? But
3: where like huh. he like
2: comes in and just like pushes him down and i'm like what the fuck is going on like, is there
3: he, he it, there's like a guy who's like he's on like neighborhood watch and he's
2: teaching the,
3: he's like teaching yeah, his kids and then he like sh-
2: shoots the dog yeah yeah that's no, where that i not, had yeah.
3: to shut it off no, i watched that whole movie and i swear that that like that movie i think about it every day i don't want to <laughs> like, it's it's a, it's really really well made and it's really good but like the thing that bothered me about it is that it's all real. Like, uh, that's, there's uh, so many movies out there that say, like, based on true events or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, that is actually, like, very, very true to the real story. And that's why, that's one of the ones that, like, that's, yeah, that Australians make some of the craziest stuff. I didn't
2: even know that was based on a true story and I had to shut it off because yeah. it was so disturbing. Yeah, and... you, like
3: kills gay people like he's got a big yeah. heart on for hating gay people and like yeah that, that's it was one of the most one of the most disturbing movies i've ever seen
2: like all right just pause for a bathroom break mm-hmm. <laughs> interrupt mitch yeah
3: yeah <laughs> so, so, murders crazy movie watch it if you
2: can but it, good luck finishing it. Like, if I can't finish it, I'm going to... Okay, if you have a, a, if you think you have a good stomach, we challenge you to watch that movie yeah, all the way it's,
3: through. It, it, it is it's a good movie, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's not an easy one to f- watch. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not on this list, but that is a crazy movie. And um, the next one I got... I'll just start hammering them off, but... St- Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Like the one with uh, Jack Nicholson they were talking about. I love that movie. Always have. And uh, Scream... John Carpenter's Halloween, I'm a very big John Carpenter fan, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, to me, the king of horror. he hasn't done a good movie, like, his last good movie was um, In the Mouth of Madness, but, you know, everyone, he's an older man and everything, and he put out enough amazing movies in his time that I can forgive the few bad ones that he's put out.
2: What's your favorite Halloween movie? H two O. Oh, I I, I love it. man. H two O is a
3: good movie. Ice Cube. Yeah. Trick no. or treat, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. No,
3: I I don't. H two O is probably in my top three favorite Halloween movies. Yeah, like oh, yeah I, I love, I love the first two. So much. Yeah. yeah, like first Halloween movie though is just like that's the true slasher. Like if you're going to watch a slasher movie, that's the one you gotta watch. Like the score, like, the the Halloween music to it, which is perfect to me. Yeah.
2: How do you feel about uh, the Rob Zombie remakes? I absolutely hate them. <laughs> I hate them with a brain passion. <laughs>
3: That's a prime example of the what I hate about Bad the remakes. remakes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that he could have made any movie that he wanted. Like, And I actually really... I think Rob Zombie's a phenomenal director.
2: I feel like he has a lot of good original ideas, and he should have just stuck yeah. with
3: them. Well, I, well, that, like, I really like uh, Lords of Salem, which was his one last year. It's creepy. It's uh, really atmospheric, I uh, I don't know if it's for everybody, but I I enjoyed it, and I liked The Devil's Rejects, but...
2: The one thing I hate is how he puts his uh, wife in every yeah, movie. she's
3: a terrible actress. <laughs> yeah, uh, she but kinda she, kinda she's worked pretty in, good
2: in Lords of Salem, though. She kind of worked in House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah. just because of her character. Have you seen Devil's Rejects? I saw it a long time ago. Yeah, that is one of my single, favorite I just, I couldn't, I couldn't handle her in that yeah. movie.
3: Yeah, no, no, I think that that guy, if he could... Uh, if he could just direct someone else's script, I think he could make some really cool stuff. But, like, it's, he does, he makes all the wrong decisions in the Halloween remake. Like, he takes everything that we love about the Halloween movies and Shit's throws on it out the window. Yeah, <laughs> Like, and that's just, I don't know, just, I think for something like a classic, there's certain movies that I just don't think should be remade. And yeah. that's, like, The Exorcist should never be remade. Jaws should never be remade. But, like, because those are going to be hard to make your own... Like, there's so many exorcism movies out there, so oh, yeah. we don't we don't need to see a remake of the, the most famous one. But, uh, yeah, no, the Halloween, I can't stand it. I can't stand seeing the kid, Michael Myers. Like, I I can't stand how he humanized him, you know, when you're supposed to just see him as pure evil. Yeah. Don't give him a reason for being evil, I just pisses me off he
2: but, was beaten by his mother
3: yeah and like i don't know just all the like inbred talk that they have at the beginning like the yeah. the stepdad like just the rob zombie dialogue i just can't sense like let's see how offensive i can be here and it's yeah like, it's just not it's not even I, I don't expect everything to be believable but that to me is just like too it's much just garbage yeah. yeah it's just garbage to me but something that's not garbage is the original texas chainsaw massacre which is to, I just rewatched it again, and uh, to me, it's one of the most unsettling movies that I've seen. It's is, the grittiest thing.
2: Is that the one with real footage?
3: No. Oh no, that. But that's also fake. Is it actually? Yeah, the real. Okay. That's the remake. They have <laughs> a, the real footage. I thought that was real too, but it's actually um, like Leatherface and Hannibal Lecter and Norman Bates from uh, America or from Psycho. So they're all based off. Ed they're all based Gein, right? on Ed Gein, yeah. yeah. So. To say that there's real footage of Leatherface. Well,
2: that's the thing is I always thought he did exist. Yeah,
3: yeah, and I I did too until like I learned it. Like that's why that's why I think a lot of people didn't like the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I still like there's there's many worse. Things that come out of Leatherface than the Michael Bay Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I there's things that I like about it, but it is definitely Hollywood. Like it's Michael Bay did that one. Yeah, well, he produced it. Like oh, he, okay. Yeah, yeah, he produced that, and he produced that. Uh, he owns the rights to like Nightmare on Elm Street, and that's so uh, he did the new Nightmare on Elm Street, and he did uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But yeah, that it's fucking,
2: just what what that fucking guy did to the Ninja Turtles.
3: Oh yeah, oh man.
2: Anyways,
3: yeah. Talk. You want to talk about horror movies? Yeah. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um one of my other favourites that I just recently watched was An American Werewolf in London. That's okay. a comedy horror.
2: I've I've heard of that one. I've never yeah. actually watched it though. Yeah,
3: I love that movie. It's just Pure gold to me. It's hilarious, and they're the I really like werewolves, but they're very rarely done well. Oh yeah. And I think the American Werewolf in London is one of the better ones, if not the
2: best. Well, you can't say that like Michael J. Fox and Teen oh, Wolf. Oh, Teen Wolf is great. Yeah. <laughs> Teen Wolf is awesome. That's by far the best werewolf yeah. to me. Oh, I, mean. I love
3: that you know, I, I, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, the Silence of the Lambs. Is one of my all time favorite movies and it's a classic for a reason. Yeah, exactly. It's to me, Hannibal Lecter was growing up was one of the most horrifying people because he was locked in a cage for majority, or he was locked in like a cell for majority in the movie, and he still managed to scare the living shit out of me because mm-hmm. it's like, to me, it was his intelligence that scared me the most, mm-hmm. and that's what I thinking about someone with such a complex mind can do is horrifying to me. That's mm-hmm. what I really liked about it. And, uh, have you heard of Dead Alive?
2: Dead Alive. Dead
3: Alive. It's, uh, it's from Peter Jackson. He was one of his, he was, I think, his second movie.
2: I've heard of Dead, is it not Dead or Alive? Brain, Brain Uh... Dead.
3: Brain Dead, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty, I don't know, it, it's a very cult movie, so it's, like, not really super, super well-known, but... Is that the video game one? No, that's Dead or Alive. Okay. Yeah, but okay. Dead, yeah, Dead Alive. It's originally called Brain Dead, but um, yeah, it's Peter Jackson, the guy who did the Hobbit movies and Lord of the Rings and King Kong. Yeah. So he did all these big name movies, and but this is his second movie, and it's a lot like Evil Dead, like where it's just it's the most balls out crazy movie you'll ever see. Like that puts every other movie to shame when it comes to just all out nonsense. Like so. I plan on I'll probably pull up a scene from that on uh, YouTube for you afterwards. That's awesome! Uh, yeah, that one is a f- definite favorite of mine. And the very last one I'm going to mention is a movie that I think you should watch as a superhero fan. My personal opinion is that this is the best Spider-Man movie ever made, and it's called The Fly. <laughs> Have
2: you seen The Fly? The best Spider-Man. It movie is the best Spider-Man made. movie ever yeah. made.
3: I-, I truthfully I stand by that. I think that I that, remember
2: seeing. I remember seeing it on. Uh, back in the day when space did like the 13 nights of halloween yeah i used to watch that all the time and i remember seeing it briefly on there but i just thought it was like when i saw like the man turn into the fly yeah i just thought it was the most ridiculous oh it is really, yeah it's and ridiculous just, but, just yeah but, channel,
3: it, but it's yeah it's honestly such a, <laughs> it's such a good movie though like if that's, you watch from the beginning and to the end it's amazing yeah, that's a remake of like a 1950s movie but that's also the movie... You know Jeff Goldblum? That's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, that's the movie where Jeff Goldblum decided that he's a sex symbol. <laughs> and so there's tons of scenes of him with his shirt off doing crunches yeah. or whatever. So to me, like, that is just... It's hilarious. It's <laughs> pure pure entertainment. That's good. That's yeah, a that, good one. That's my list. And then, yeah, I'm trying to... If you're looking for something recent, I highly recommend The Conjuring. Did you get
2: to that yet? I didn't get to it because... Um, y- you gave me a couple to watch before this, so we could discuss them, and yeah. that was one of them, and uh, I remember I was on Netflix, flik- flipping through it, and The Conjuring was newly added, so yeah. I was like, okay, I'll watch that tomorrow, or next yeah. week, or whatever. Me and my girlfriend went on to watch it, like, a couple days ago, and it was taken off Netflix oh, already, really? so yeah. I don't I don't know if it was maybe not supposed to be put up, or yeah. what, but yeah, I was I'm a little gonna... bit pissed off, because I, I could have bought it the day before, Yeah, and I was like, I remember seeing it on Netflix, yeah. so.
3: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll lend that to you if you ever want to watch it, because it's... That's definitely a great movie. I might end up
2: just buying it because it's fairly cheap now. Yeah, definitely. So.
3: I'd definitely recommend it. Uh, about, it's about as good as a Haunted House movie gets, That's but a, it's it's so much more than that, too.
2: It's a Ed and Lorraine Warren's Story yeah. 2, eh?
3: Yeah, oh man, there's so much I was going to talk about, like the book The Demonologist, have you heard of that?
2: Oh, I might have. It's uh, we, can, we can keep going. I can uh, make it to two parts or whatever, as long as you have time for it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah.
3: Um, But The Demonologist is a book of all the cases of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Like, it's, like, because the, they're real people, hey? Yeah, like, it's, they have, like, yeah. Annabelle's. So, like, yeah, it's the first story, I think, in it is the Annabelle story. And then there's, like, The the Conjuring House they did, the An- Amityville, Amityville Horror. Horror. Yeah. And see, that's the thing, is, like, I love reading it, like, um... Because I just think that they're really cool stories. But I have a tough time believing a lot of it. Because some of it is just like... I don't know. I, I've gone my whole life of being like a paranoid kid. And like like believing it, Like I said, I don't, dis, I don't disrespect people for believing it. But I just... It doesn't resonate with me. I, I, I see them as entertainment. And yeah. I think so. Like when they say, based on a true story. And the Conjuring trailer. And then there's a girl getting held up by a ghost by her hair. I have a tough time believing that. You yeah. Should, like thrown across the room, but it's a really entertaining story, and I really like that. And I recommend people read that for sure. And I got a copy of that if you ever want to borrow it.
2: That's the demonologist. Yeah. Is it like a pretty big book?
3: It's no, it's pretty small. It's about that big. Okay. But it, yeah, so it's about an inch and a half thick. But they're all just short stories, but of just like the accounts of things that they've um, endured, I
2: guess. I saw um well I saw Annabelle recently, which like there's a scene in that movie that, that's like the first time in a long time there's a horror movie that made me go like, Holy fuck. Yeah. And like so that movie it. wasn't scary. Yeah. That's but right. it was like the the one scene I was just like, Holy fuck, I can't believe they went there. Yeah. But uh Yeah, I uh have you ever seen the show uh called Paranormal State? Yeah. That's the, my first experience with, like, Lorraine Warren. Okay. I she's love on that, that TV show. Yeah. yeah, she's, um like, her and uh, Chip Coffee are, like, the She's on it well, a lot? The mediums. Oh, yeah, cool. she's yeah. on, like, if, if, you re- if you rewatch it at all. Yeah. I don't know. It used to be I've on Netflix. I've seen a little bit, but yeah. But uh, I've watched, I've seen pretty much every episode. I was going to buy it again on eBay recently, yeah. but I forgot to. Yeah, um, no, it's a
3: super entertaining to me.
2: It's like, because uh, they approach it, like, it's all, like, real. You don't, like, it's not like um those Ghost Hunter shows where they're like, yeah. oh, did you hear that? Yeah. It's it's and like, ghost actually, way. like, well, there there is a presence here. We can feel it and we can do everything we can to help it. This is the story. But they don't, yeah. like, fake anything, right? Yeah. And that's what I really like about that one. But she's in it a lot, so.
3: Yeah, she yeah she makes, like, a brief cameo in The Conjuring, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, oh, really? uh, at the beginning, like, the people who are playing Ed and Warren, they're, talking to a class and you can see her she's in the crowd that She's sitting <laughs> there, so it's like that's really cool and I'm definitely really interested in them like I love the movie The Conjuring like I, I think it's one of the, like it's one of the best if not the best Hollywood like movie to come to theaters mm-hmm. and because there's so many like the loved ones didn't come to theaters here they're all uh, straight to video right? yeah and I think The Conjuring is one of the better ones I've seen in a very long time same with just a quick shout out to The Babadook have you heard of that <laughs> no. Sound, sounds ridiculous hey yeah. that's another australian horror movie and okay. i just saw it at uh it was on like um we have that dark bridges film festival yeah i near, was gonna go to yeah. it but i was busy that day yeah actually. And they, they, they renamed it and then they just had the one night of horror because now they're showing more than just horror movies but they showed that and a, a new zealand film called housebound which is a comedy horror also really really good but I really, really like The Bubba Duck. I'm not going to say much about it, but okay. if, you can, if you can come across it, re, like, watch it. It's very, very good. That and uh, The Descent, I lent to you. That's, yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to watch that one, too. I think my girlfriend watched that one, yeah, too. No, I'm <laughs> not going to do that one, too, but one of my favorite things to do with that one is tell people that it's based on a true story. <laughs> and, it's uh, not actually no, no, like, I did to, like, a person that I work with. I lent it to her and told her, I was like, yeah, it's actually based on a true story, but they didn't... Uh, they didn't, no, they didn't put in the title thing out of respect for the family. That's and, always the best. Yeah, because like, <laughs> like the first forty-five minutes is legitimately scary because it's, they're spelunking and like they're cave diving, like yeah, going I going deep deeper that. Yeah, and I'm I'm very claustrophobic, so yeah. like that movie worked for me in every way. But spoiler alert: like forty-five minutes and like monsters show up. Yeah. So like I when I was like when it first came out, I told my friend I was like, yeah, this movie's based on a true story, and we we're watching it. And we're both just, like, super into it. And then, like, there's the scene where you see, like, the creature, one one of the creatures or whatever, and oh, he's just, fuck you. It's <laughs> the funniest you thing. You could have
2: carried it over and been, like, uh, you could have showed her, have you ever heard the... uh the russian experiment where they lower the microphone into the hole and they hear like screaming oh and yeah like, yeah you could have showed her that and been like yeah this is from no <laughs> yeah.
3: she actually came up to me afterward and she's like so how was it based on true story i'm like you gotta be kidding me like you didn't actually <laughs> but, yeah, that, was so that, that was pretty funny but that's definitely a good one and then i don't know as far as that goes we can pretty much segue
2: into comics if you want yeah we can do comics um I've actually been uh, a huge fan of. I would say my favorite horror writer recently is uh, Scott Snyder.
3: Yeah, big fan as well. And
2: uh, one of the thing that got me into his horror was uh, Swamp Thing because I always liked the idea of Swamp Thing, but I always thought it was kind of like a, a lame execution, I guess. For the most part, it's just like a guy just like covered in plants and shit. Yeah. And like, but like reading the New Fifty Two one, it actually like opened me up completely to the character and now like i have a shrine to him in my yeah. fucking thing oh, like, right, yeah. he's like one of my favorite characters now because scott snyder did such a good job with them and like yeah. something it... as simple as like writing a script that says every person that encounters the rot has a backwards head yeah it's oh, man, fucking yeah. terrifying yeah, the artwork in that is amazing
3: i really really like those first two volumes like i really wish you would you said that it keeps getting good though like, so, yeah
2: like i was worried I, I quit reading it but i kept buying it and i was worried that it was going to drop off it's not like as horror based yeah but it's still like a really good story is it the same um, artist uh i think it was for a little bit and then it switches off to a different guy but his art his art's still really good because yeah, like, like, the um, art in the first two volumes was awesome
3: have you, so he you was have...
2: at the uh, Regina Expo. I oh, was going to really? drive out to get him to yeah. do a, a, a commission for me, yeah. but it's like it was five hundred bucks for a commission. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd so be nuts. <laughs> I was like, yeah.
3: So you haven't read like the Alan Moore Swamp
2: Thing? I have some of the Alan Moore Swamp Thing. Yeah. Um, I briefly started reading it, yeah. but I didn't like because the ones that I have they're the individual issues. Yeah. So they're like falling apart, and like I just hate the feeling of like the unglossed paper. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I know. And and I just can't like handle reading that. So I I'm kind of like waiting to dive into it again from, uh, just just buying like a new trade with the actual glossed paper. Yeah. I, I feel like it's easier for me to read because I can't handle that feeling. Yeah. And I don't know why, but yeah. Yeah, no,
3: I really like that. But uh, yeah, I like I, I like pretty much all of Alan Moore's stuff. So The Watchmen's like my favorite book of all
2: time. <laughs> I haven't finished that yet. Yeah, it's oh, I love that I love that <laughs> book so much, but connor lent me to it i'm like halfway through and uh i just keep for forget- i keep misplacing it i'll like yeah. read like a chapter i'll be like that was really good and i'll set it down and then i'll like go look for it and it's gone for a couple yeah. of weeks you know yeah no
3: it's but really good
2: my favorite i'd say the one that got me back into it though was uh another scott snyder book uh american vampire
3: yeah i still intend on reading that i have a friend who uh a friend who, he doesn't like Scott Snyder too much for some reason. He's like the biggest comic guy I know. And he is not a, he wasn't really impressed with it, but cool. Yeah, the, I definitely want to read this. The artwork's like pretty different.
2: Yeah. But I really like it. The uh, first trade oh, yeah. was actually co-written with Stephen King. So like okay. they do, they do um, Scott Snyder does like, uh, I think he does the future version of the story because it goes back and forth. Yeah. So the future is Scott Snyder's story and the past is Stephen King's story. Yeah. So essentially, he writes basically all of the history for the book, and Scott Snyder takes it and just takes it completely yeah. forward. Yeah, it's really cool. cool the way that they execute it too.
3: Yeah, I really want to read it. Yeah, because like that's like, oh, I wrote it twice, <laughs> but um, three of my favorite like horror stories are written by Scott Snyder again, and horror.
2: Like which which um, ones?
3: Have haunted? you read The Wake?
2: I picked up the first issue and I really liked it, and then I missed the second and third issues. And when I, every time I went, they were out of print and sold out. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, so I was would... waiting. I've been waiting for trade. Yeah. I
3: got all the single issues. If you ever want, to, I'm rereading it again right now, but because I, I wanted to read them all consecutive, like back to back, and
2: I hear it's a lot easier to like pick up like little details yeah, of that story if you read it. If you read it, in tra- that's a yeah. lot of Scott Snyder stuff. though, yeah. Like especially with Batman too.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, uh, that's thing's like I I liked Batman, but I wasn't like I'm not in love with his. It, like I I think he's an unreal horror writer. And no, that's what I want it's that's what I want to read from him. Yeah. And that's why like, it's not saying that the Batman's not good, but uh yeah. I I like his horror stuff. Hey, have you heard of Severance?
2: I've I was actually going to pick it up on eBay. Yeah. I, I, it, it, they were sold out. It's
3: totally man, yeah, just beautiful artwork and it's it's just such a good story.
2: That's but, um all of his stuff is basically like historical based. Yeah, right? yeah. So
3: it's it's pretty wild. Yeah, I definitely recommend you checking that out. Um, there's that, and then. Um,
2: Didn't he do one called Haunted or something too, or is that somebody I, else?
3: I don't know if that was him, but I haven't read it. If he if it ha- if it was him, but I for me like Scott Snyder's Severance, The Wake, and Witches you you yeah. i really yeah. really really like the first yeah, that, issue.
2: that's probably the best first issue of any comic I've read
3: yeah it definitely for me in a very long time like it's like I've had a brief break from comics that I've been so busy and yeah. then i I like, got so far behind on like the Walking dead and everything and uh but yeah I was sucked in like, I really 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 enjoyed that first issue the first and i can't two wait to see where it goes yeah just it's,
2: got me hooked yeah no I'm really it's, into it um, it's exactly what you want. I, th- I feel like I'll, I, you can take that, uh, first trade with you For if sure. you want. Yeah, I'll it's, give it a track out. You'll, uh, once you start reading it, make sure you have, like, maybe an hour, because yeah. you'll zoom through it in an yeah, hour. Yeah, I always read
3: trades, like, you can say, yeah. That's one
2: story where, like, you can't put it down if you start it, yeah. so.
3: cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. And then I have, yeah, like, Moore Swamp Thing I really enjoyed. It's been a while since I read it, but I like that. And I like Scott Snyder's run, the what he was involved in, what we were just talking about. And then the one that we already talked about is Lock and Key.
2: Those are my horror comics, but you definitely got to read that. I I know I there's that's the thing. There's so many movies for me to watch. So yeah. much stuff like, and then I I'm also like a big gamer kid too. Like yeah. I, I play video games all the time too. So it's it's trying to like figure out when I have free time. It's like do I draw for a bit now? Do yeah. I watch a movie? Do I read? Do I? So yeah, I know I, what you mean. I try to read comics because I I. That's one thing that I buy for myself because I don't really waste a lot of money. I did this last paycheck because it was just my birthday, so yeah. I, I kind of yeah happy birthday but... by the way that was on Friday. <laughs> Thanks yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, I like bought a Walking Dead lamp. Okay, it's cool. pretty cool. But uh, yeah, normally I the only stuff I really buy for myself is uh comic books every yeah. Wednesday. So yeah. I, I, I have this thing where I have to get comics every Wednesday, and then uh. If, if I don't have them finished, uh, I can't buy them. You know? Yeah. So, like, I have to read every comic that I buy before the next Wednesday. Yeah. So, that's one thing that I, I've been trying to do. But uh, I picked up this last week. There's one. It's actually... Are you familiar with this at all?
3: No. When you said that, I was like... All I know about it is the, like, Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch.
2: Did you ever watch uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch when you were... Like, yeah. Like, the, when I was really, series? really young. yeah. So... This book is actually way darker than I thought. Um, Essentially, it kind of has the same vibe as witches. Like, I kind of wish they would have spread it out a little bit more, because they kind of have the same feeling.
1: Yeah.
2: But uh, basically, uh, Sabrina's dad is, uh, he's a warlock, and her mom's a mortal, and they have a child together, and uh, you find out that uh, the whole witch coven is actually, like, uh, satanic worshippers. Yeah. So uh, they make it seem like they're going to, like, sacrifice her for some sort of ritual or use her for a ritual. Yeah. And the uh, mom gets really annoyed with it, obviously, and wants to save her daughter. hmm So she uh, grabs the baby and tries to make a run for it, and uh, the dad, like, stops her and, and basically makes her go insane, throws her in an insane asylum. and. Yeah. Uh, Aunt Hilda and Aunt Zelda show up, and they like take care of Sabrina because the dad disappears. He gets like <clears throat> shunned for uh, marrying a mortal. Yeah, that's uh, sweet. It's really dark. There's like lots of satanic stuff. There's lots of. um...
3: Did you read the afterward or anything? Do they mention anything about Rosemary's Baby? They don't. Oh, because that's like the cover. There is totally like a throwback to Rosemary. The cover of Rosemary's Baby, oh, really? and all the stuff that you're talking about is themes out of the movie. So that's really cool that they, like, make it, I like, I, this, so this is the author of Afterlife with Archie.
2: Yeah, so. I haven't read that yet. but I haven't I really read that to, either, I but heard it's really good. they did, like, I guess oh, one of the Afterlife with Archie ones was, like, a test run to see if people liked it. Yeah. But they actually made this one, um, basically Salem is a cat, like, he got turned into a cat because he tried to replicate the, uh, like, the end times. Yeah. Like, the Doomsday, so he tried to, like, kick start it with magic. Yeah. So he got turned into a, a cat and stuff.
3: That's cool, yeah, I didn't
2: expect that. Like, when you said that, you are like, yeah, I got the new Sabrina Buck, I'm like, okay. There's, like, a throwback to, um, there's, like, it goes Meanwhile in Riversdale. There's yeah. two teenage girls fighting over some boy that they love, trying yeah. to do a spell. Heart and she. it shows Betty and Veronica yeah. summoning a succubus. Oh, that's awesome. So it's it's really cool the way they tie it into I think yeah. you'd really like that one. Yeah, so I will so all definitely check that out. I'll actually that well, you year way too oh sweet but uh yeah those are some books that I've been reading I don't know uh it seems like more and more I've been picking up more and more horror stuff yeah I, I haven't really been like I'm more of like a superhero kind of guy yeah. but I've been gradually
3: yeah that's right I definitely definitely say go to Lock and Key next <laughs> you it's, got it it's such a big run man
2: yeah well it is six six um graphic novels right
3: yeah yeah, I don't know. I think you'd read the whole thing in three to four hours. So like, you spread that across a week. Yeah. Some solid, some solid. Read. You'll be. It's going to be a quick read. You're going to be hooked.
2: I hope so. I yeah. tried reading. This this is going to sound blasphemous for comic book reader. I tried reading Connor lent me Sandman.
3: Okay. Yeah. And I, mean I have the
2: volume it. one, and I I'm maybe thirty pages into it.
3: Yeah, it's pretty hectic though. I right? like, I haven't seen. It's like, a
2: pretty tough read. Yeah. I could, feel like.
3: I, I wanna read it and like I've heard good things but like I know from what I've skimmed through it's like it's a pretty hectic read. It's it's difficult. I
2: I think like he said the first trade is like a tough read. It's hard to follow a little bit. Yeah. But he said after that it just gets insane. Yeah. But oh I believe that it's man. so like all these books are so acclaimed that you just wanna read them, but it's it's really like even Preacher, it, I'm still not finished the first trade. Really? Just yeah. because it feels like there's so many different stories in it. Yeah.
3: I I plowed through that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, yeah. I don't know. I used to be really big into Garth Ennis, so I I, re- I really liked it. But
2: yeah, it has got some crazy stuff in there. I was reading that one in uh, when we were on tour. I uh, brought it with me and I was reading it in the back of the van. Okay. And I remember stopping everything being like, guys, you gotta check out this Arsface character. Oh, Arsface, yeah. <laughs> I thought it yeah. was like the greatest thing in the world yeah. because. No, it's pretty crazy. Kyle had just discovered like Nirvana and shit too. Yeah. So like his origin was just oh, like, yeah. a perfect like yeah. gag. So. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, very good stuff. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about or is that, that's pretty much it? That's, what about you? I think that's pretty, that's pretty much pretty it. Good. Uh, I think we're solid h- two hours. heading out to two hours, so that's yeah. like a perfect Halloween podcast. It's definitely better than I was expecting. So, uh, sure, I wish
3: you could have gotten a couple stories, but at the same time, it's two hours.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's there's so much more we could talk about. Maybe we'll do yeah. another one sometime. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It doesn't have to be Halloween to have a horror podcast. Yeah, have a good one. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll we'll have Mitch back on sometime soon. Hopefully, like, maybe even sometime if you're free and you want to hop back on the mic. Yeah, we'll get you to come in and we, you, me, and Connor can sit down and talk comics or something. If, once right, you get caught up and stuff, yeah. So that'd be uh, wicked. All right, thanks for coming, Mitch. And, yeah, thanks uh, for having me. That was the that's the podcast. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. The fun doesn't stop there. Uh, me and Mitch had recorded after we stopped recording a uh, couple minutes of him discussing future projects and stuff he's has in the works. Uh, one of which is. Uh, a collaboration effort with a website that's um, in progress right now where uh, this website is going to have a bunch of prints and t-shirts and stuff to release Um, and Mitch is going to be doing movie reviews and stuff for the website Uh, a lot of it fan and horror based so uh, make sure to check it out Uh, keep tabs on everything uh, by following him on Instagram at MitchOliver14 or uh, you can follow him uh, and his shenanigans on his uh, blog at uh, uncoolmitch.blogspot.ca. Make sure you go check out his blog. And uh, you can <clears throat> follow us on Instagram at Podcast on Instagram as well. So give us some feedback uh, if you want Mitch back. If you have any suggestions for topics in the future, anything like that, just... Uh, send us a personal message or comments and uh, yeah um, we're going to be ending this one out, um, Mitch used to sing for a band in uh, Saskatoon here uh, called Rapture and Ashes um, i about to tack on a song at the end here, it's called Juggernaut uh, have a good Halloween everybody Wh- Suck it straight